Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver, tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Show podcast powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at go to Dobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Listener discretion is advised. What was that? Yeah, a little rat-a-tat on a, oh, on a Wednesday. No. Yeah, why not? We don't need that. Well, it happened. My voice is shot, so if I sound weird, uh, got a little nasal drip going on. Sore throat? Yeah. Oh, bummer. Gross. Sucks. You still sound totes, though. Thanks, Scott. Appreciate that. Gonna you, make it, though. You taking any meds? Oh, yeah. Good. All the meds. Welcome to the medical All morning the show. Meds. We went to get to Kefefe this morning, and he said, I'm going tea. I'm going tea. I want He's tea. full tea. Wow. That's good. Tea and honey. Tea twins. Salute. So I'm doing the, uh, you know, a little Flonase, a little Mucinex. A little Afrin. No Can you Afrin? do Afrin and Flonase? I really don't know what Flonase oh, yeah, is. Yeah, man. Flonase is the spray in your nose. Yeah, but I don't know what it is. That's, oh. That's a middle-aged I- speedball. Enjoy. <laughs> Afrin and Flonase? Yeah, dude. Right. Go crazy. Is it the Riz same still thing? got it, baby. Is it the same thing? Like, what, what, you know, is it one of the uh, um, inflammation reducers? Antihistamine? Reducer? I don't know. Oh, because Afrin, I think, is just the inflammation reducer. Listen, if I do Afrin and Flonase, next thing you know, I'm, I'm, I'm naked running down olive. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. Give these people what they want, you know? Bring the Afrin. Scott, <laughs> fetch me some Afrin. I will run and grab Thank some. You. <laughs> Thank God we have a CVS or Walgreens or whatever that Walgreens, is across the uh, street. CVS. Yo, yeah, whatever you do, though, don't do too much of that. Because you can, uh, it like, uh, you know, when you're done with it, it it reverses. So the more you use it, the more you're going to close when you stop using it. Oh, no. What, the Flonase? Oh, no. Oh, that's no, stuff no, with Afrin? Afrin. Oh, I use as directed. 
Efren is I'm like, an instruction reader. Efren is like the emergency. It's the it's the emergency shoot on a singer's um, you know rider. If you're super sick and you can't you can't even sing without everyone knowing how stuffed up you are and that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's like the emergency go. But if you do that three four nights in a row, that fifth sixth and seventh night, it you are just. <laughs> it just oh really? <laughs> you know what I love? What? Going to the urgent care and getting the shot. Ooh, do they see, still do that? It, dude, I don't know. That was a you thing. I tried that two or three times. It doesn't happen for other It's people. like a steroid shot. That's a Scott Rizzuto thing. This dude went to a, uh, um, what do you call it? Like when you just walk in, uh, urgent care? Yeah, urgent care. He walked into an urgent care. No appointment, no nothing. And they, they said, who are you? He said, Scott Rizzuto. Yeah, I'm that's not feeling well. It. And they said, <laughs> oh, well, let's just give you a shot in your butt and make you feel amazing for five minutes. And days. it was great. They gave him some super it steroid. It was some steroid shot. Now, sure, I was up for seven days straight. <laughs> yeah. But. Worth it. <laughs> cleared out my, you know, everything. That's cool. It's some steroid shot. Man, I don't know if they do it anymore. I've gone in the same way. I was like, hey, my buddy got a shot. It made him feel great for days. Could, uh, uh, they're like, nah, I don't think so. That's not that. That didn't happen. I'm like, no. Oh, it I'm happened. I'm telling you, it happened, man. He, he told four million people. Listen, it could have been, it could have been a placebo. <laughs> Whatever they did, it worked. It, it totally worked, and and I couldn't even get like a decongestant. It worked. Oh, <laughs> well, it'll be fine. My kids were sick earlier this week. Yeah. And it's going around. around. Friggin' Petri dishes, you know. Ah, oh, man. Don't share coffee with me today. Nah, I'm, like you Yeah, will you guys stop doing that? I hate when you put your two well, straws in the I coffee promise. and it's sip fine. it like it's some sort of soda pop shop I in promise. the 50s. When he's feeling well, it's fine. All right, listen, we'll start off with something uh, lighthearted. Okay. And this is out of the town of Liberty, Missouri. Anybody been? Liberty? Liberty. Liberty. Yes. Liberty. Isn't Liberty. That by Kansas City, right? That's out by Kansas City. It's the police department of Liberty. Got a call about a possible home invasion. Oh, no. Cops go in, guns drawn. There's video to go along with this. The intruder ended up uh, being a squirrel. And uh, the chess cam footage is going viral uh, thanks to how one of the cops screamed when the squirrel ran past his feet. <laughs> He's never going to be able to live this down. Oh, it's right there. It's a squirrel. They can disregard. I just saw it. Come on, now you can disregard the help. We got a squirrel in the house. Yeah, I think I would make that same That's sound. Awesome. Oh my gosh. This he's, is Ray Stevens now all over. He's naked on a cruise ship, like getting tickled. That, that's what that's yeah. like. <laughs> like he's having, he's, he, he was having a good time. Yeah. Or maybe that's the uh, maybe that's the sound of elation because I don't know if you said this, but he had his gun drawn. Oh, yeah, they, drawn. Had guns. they thought it was a home invader. Yeah, he had his gun drawn and was going in there, like, you know, sweeping the bedrooms. And he thought he was going to have to shoot somebody. No, this was the squirrel running past his feet. That right. Was... So maybe that was like the elation of like, oh, okay, nah, good. I, think I don't he got to... freaked out. That's the sound I make when I see a spider, honestly. Sweet relief. And now this poor dude. Yeah. This public servant. This, this normal going, person. This is going viral. He will... Forever be known as the squirrel screamer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no matter what he does in, in, in his career. Christmas vacation had a profound effect on this man. This guy yeah. could save an entire you know family yes. from a burning building. But yet he will forever be known as the squirrel screamer of yeah. liberty. Squirrel yep. man? The squirrel screamer of liberty. Talk about emasculating. I don't know if I, I mean, I don't. Like a little girl. I, I guess snakes in my backyard make me scream high pitch like that. But squirrels, no. Mice, no. 
Bugs, no. Yeah, but you squirrel in house. What if there's squirrel a squirrel in, house. in your house? Ra- I ran, I, yeah. o- I ran basically over his feet. Mm. It was a big squirrel, too. It was a small dog. Well, they're all jacked up because they've been, you know, what is it called whenever you stay away for winter? Hibernating. Hibernating? Yeah. They're all fat. Gathering those nuts. Fattening up for uh, for hibernation. Mm-hmm. They're all waking up now. It's going to be 60 degrees today. Cool. Although hey. I had a very emasculating moment uh, this weekend. What happened to you? I was uh, trying to uh, park my wife's car back into a spot. Oh, man, you've reached that point of your middle age. That's, that's okay. What do you mean? You're backing into spots now, huh? Oh, the last God, bastion that's... of... Well, everybody at this place had their cars backed in. Oh, so I guess we're like everybody else. It's like a nice restaurant or something? You used to buck the trends. I used to be a rebel, yeah. Yeah, man. I'm done with that. You're done. He Uniform. likes quick exits. I get the quick exit. So I, then there was a bunch of the uh, hockey dads standing around. Oh, no. And I was clearly crooked, not in the lines. It was a terrible parking job. And I got out of the car, and I went, hey, fellas. And I had to... I turned around and saw the way it was and had to put my head down and go repark. Yeah. Yeah. In front of the guys. In you front noticed, of the guys. You noticed them pretending they didn't know you. Oh, they noticed. Because they were laughing. No, no. Pretending they didn't know you. Because whew, you can't park. Well, somebody said, nice drive. parking job there, Ray Charles. <laughs> wow. My goodness. Yeah. Went straight to Ray Charles. Well, oh, man. Shelf. Talk about emasculating. So I should have got back in the car. They pulled out their dad joke book and they started flipping through the pages. And he's like, I should have gotten back in the car and done. That's it. Never going. Never, never going back there again. That would have been awesome, actually. Could have won that moment. Well, see you later. Hmm. Now, mind you, the lines were kind of slanted. Don't look for excuses. I know. There is no excuse, especially with backup <laughs> cameras nowadays. There's no excuse. Yeah. Did the lines move? Nah, I don't know. I the don't backup know. camera, everything. Was also, the car next to all with, like in the wrong spot? No, he was straight. I was, oh. I was a disaster. Try living my life, okay? Every car I've ever parked is crooked and a mess and way too far from the curb. And <laughs> and I just, what? this is me. You know, I just own it. I'm going, yeah, I park like crap. Yeah, but you didn't do it in front of the fellas. No, but I mean, even if I did, like they'd be like, <laughs> like they just give me a pass because you know I'm five foot three. I and did it in front of the fellas. They will never look at me the same way again. I don't give you a pass. No, I know you don't. Uh-uh. Did you see what happened? I mean, I don't even know how it looks out front today. Uh, your parking job's always acceptable. Here. But that's because there's no other cars in the lot. You well, know what I'm saying? I can I, just pull I'm right just in. Saying it doesn't make me feel any less <laughs> uneasy being on the road with you. Hey guys, no? this just in. Squirrels don't hibernate, so <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah, I know they don't hibernate, but they bring do that stock up, up. But decided it was just too early. No, no, no. Squirrels don't hibernate. Listen, they get, they get ja- the wrong they, term. They get all jacked up for winter. To, yeah. You know, the, the winter the winter buff. They eat. They, they're fats. They get fat because they they know that it's going to be hard to come by all these That's right. Things. All the nuts. All right. They nut up, I that, guess. That squirrel in that they video. They nut up. That's he's a, good he's way a way beaver. It. He's a beaver for sure. Hmm. That ain't his. And now that cop made that sound. That's not his beach body. have to live with that. That's not his July body. You know what I'm saying? No. That's definitely his. That's winter body. Also, out of the rodents, squirrels are just the cutest out of all of them. That's probably true. Huh. I probably concur with that. I'm, although, I'm a sucker for a ferret. Beastmaster made me a sucker for a ferret, mm. but on on average, I'd good say Good-looking possums, too. I love a no. possum. Yeah, good old possum. Possums are good. Nah, I don't mind them, but they got kind of demonic faces. Yeah. Oh, you know what the ugliest of rodents are? Moles. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, those, those things. are pretty nasty. My cats dig mm. those up. They do? Uh-huh. Oh, holes gross. And my whole backyard is tore up right now. The The underground tunneling is out of this <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yo, we even got the like a, vibrating things in the ground stuff. A big, like a big, full-grown, mature mole is so nasty looking. Mm-hmm. When, when they're younger, they're kind of cute looking, I guess. Oh, they're like blind too, right? You remember that one that Jeff's dog uh, killed and he brought in? Yeah. Not even frozen or nothing, he just brought, in, brought the thing in? Yeah, my dog dug one up uh, last year. And I just looked out the window and he was pawing at something, or she was pawing at something. I go out there. And she's, like, playing with this thing. And I go, what the hell is that? And then the mole popped its head up. I go, oh, my God, kill it. Did, did, did no, she... I went and got my pistol. Oh. I mean, I'm looking at it right now. I hope you wow. shoot better than your park. They, I mean, they're not, like, terrible. But their hands go. <laughs> they look like little Some may say platypus that was bears. Moles? What? They look like what? Little platypus Moles, bears. Moles, they need to go. They need to get out of here. I don't trespassing. like their little, nose fa- their little noses in their yeah. mouth. Yo, mice are pretty cute, man. They are cute. L- listen, well, well, and, and rats are pretty dope, too. I've, it's it's weird holding dead ones to feed to the snake all the time. Sure. Ah, circle of life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, circle no, of life. No, I get it. I, I got no issues. But I'm just saying, like, uh, you know, like my, my I got some buddies that have pet rats. Mm. When you get to know them, you're like, this is a freaking cool animal. They're yeah, that's wild. My niece has got some rats and. They're both very sweet creatures. Yeah. They're playful and they're fun, and they're you can pretty, train them. Ah, what about cool. chipmunks? Yeah, adorable. Hey, chipmunks. Oh Those ground squirrels, though, man, they cause havoc. Chipmunks, very cute. So cute. Great singers too. Nah, see, we, we grew Love up their with voices. we grew up with ground squirrels. All what's throughout. a ground squirrel? I mean, basically like a Missouri chipmunk, I think. A ground squirrel. I don't think it, it's like different variations of of hmm. of those. They all guys. need to go. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's what the old man used to do. I had a friend that had sugar gliders, and and those are cool. Oh, those are cool. Those are cool. Ah, those are cute, man. Those could hang out at my house. Nocturnal, though. Yeah. When I was in Calgary, I took a picture of a super rare animal, or so I thought at the time. It was a a black squirrel. I saw it run past, and I'm like, what? So I got a picture of it. I'm like, this is the only one on the planet. It turns out they're everywhere. Ah, they're everywhere yeah. up there. Yeah. It's like, right. Now, those sugar gliders, they could just jump from my deck to the woods uh-huh. all day. Got to get two of them. Let's go. I need some of those. Let's go. They are. They get sad. They do get sad. One of my uh, was awful. I think someone was babysitting hers, and it, like, flew into the toilet. <laughs> like, try to kill itself? It drowned. Oh. Like, on purpose? I don't know. I don't know if it was going through something or not. I didn't. It probably Dude, was. They're constantly going through something. That's the issue. With they're those. very like you have to have two of them. She's right because to, they have, have to, to like you, they have to bond or they they'll, they like die of sadness. Oh my god, they're so yeah, cute. That's they what do. I'm Dude, oh, they're, oh, they're like, also adorable. They like they're like Care Bears. They die of sadness if the, you don't love them enough. Oh yeah. man, they're like one of the most high maintenance animals. And people get them in the mall when the, you know somebody comes through and selling sugar gliders, and then they don't realize like, mm-hmm. oh my god, you need two. This, you, mm-hmm. you you have to have two. You have to bond them to one another, and then they bond to you. So mm. then, if you're like, if you're working or something, and you're gone for X amount of hours, they'll, they'll fly upset. into the toilet and drown themselves. I know it sounds like a joke, but who knows? Because they look like they're crying sometimes. Yeah, yeah. big old uh, eyeballs. Yeah, I think they just yeah. couldn't get out. I think he just deployed his little flight suit, and then he got in the toilet and couldn't get out. Uh, That's why you got to close the lid, man. Uh, That's so a nightmare. Cute. That's like a pet-sitting nightmare. Yeah, it is. He was on vacation. It was like a friend. It was bad. They're loud as hell, too. Trying to figure talk out, your ear off. They trying are? to figure out what a difference between mm-hmm. a chipmunk They're nocturnal and a ground squirrel. Uh, by the way, that's why I would never uh, animal sit for somebody. That's why? Because on my watch, 
please. The thing's going to die. I will watch make that phone call. all the animals, and it will not die this on my watch. Then we got to make that phone call. This is what we have. My, my dad's probably still warring with this. Ground thing. squirrel? Yeah. I mean, there was like a family, an extended family of ground squirrels in our in our yeah. back and front yard. It was kind of, maybe, maybe no. he just told me they were ground <laughs> okay, squirrels. No. So like when I had to help him, you know, flood them out or whatever, I didn't feel bad that I was killing chipmunks. But um, yeah, this is. They got to go. Hey, uh, everybody getting all their uh, tax stuff in the mail? Yeah, I got an appointment. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got an appointment already? Oh, yeah, with my tax guy. Man, I've Hate been working on this year. for months. April April 15th? Yeah. That's the day. April 15th, so it's February. I'm going to try to get them done early this year. I always say that, but... I always owe, so I always just wait till the last minute because I'm a D-bag. There's You're a, a last-minute filer? It's no fun when you know, like, ah, we're going to owe, so just screw it, man, just wait. Yeah, put it off. But if you're getting a refund, get it done. Get that money, baby. Get like, that money. Spend that it's money. It's yours. Get that money. Yeah. Don't let the government have it. It's yours. Government. Government. <laughs> now, do you remember the first time you uh, you filed taxes? Like, yes. you're on your own? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Was it a harrowing experience? It was. I was very proud of myself. I remember I was like young. Like, how old are we? Like, 18, 19? Something like that. Because I started working, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, you get your first, you know, real job and you get a W-2. Because I guess whenever I was 15 and working, I don't think I filed my own. T- I think my parents, like, absorbed it or something. I don't remember how that worked. I think if you're a dependent, right? If you're working, you're, I, mm-hmm. I don't know how it works. Like, I only made $500 that year, so mm-hmm. I, I don't even know. Like, yeah, I wonder if, you, if you're claimed as a dependent. Because you can be claimed as a dependent up until, like, 21 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, you're filing with your parents. I, I just remember, you know, when I was out on my own. You know, the first time I would go down to the H&R block, mm-hmm. usually on April 14th or 15th, <laughs> wait in a two-hour line, and then go, how much am I getting back? That's $187. right. $187. <laughs> Great. And to me, that was a million bucks. Yeah. Oh, That's yeah. what I'm saying. I remember the first time, it might have even been double digits, and I was stoked. It might have been like 65 bucks or something. Yeah. Oh, whoa, that is sweet, so man, cool. I'm getting my but if, dog. But if, oh, my parents are complaining about Yeah, but if nobody taught you right. what it was, because my parents didn't teach me nothing about taxes no. or that kind yeah. of stuff. So if I, ever got a, if I ever got a refund, I was silly enough to think, oh, this is free money. Right. Free, wait, the government yeah. pays me free money? Yeah, little did you know you overpaid. Yeah, yeah that's mine. Well, that was mine. It's yours anyway. <laughs> I heard like, that. Wait a second, anyway. now I get it. That took me probably 10 years to figure out. Yeah, I, my parents never taught me anything about taxes. You didn't learn know. about taxes in high school. Mm-mm. No, we should. We should, absolutely. Headline, New York Post. Gen Zers whine that they need therapy from stress of filing taxes. I understand it. Hey, that's <laughs> fine. You're right. I did too. Everybody did. And it's changing. I mean, they've changed things in the last couple of years, right? So it's even more complicated. So, And I, here's what they write. I will say, yeah, okay, it's, it's more complicated. But at the same time, you got you to gotta sit, sit that kid down and be like, hey, dude. Yes, this sucks, and it sucked for us too. But you have all these things at your fingertips. You can you can educate yourself on online mm-hmm. yes. now about yes. this more. So just ask questions. Like you 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 got the right complaint. Now the the fact that they need therapy because of this is a bit over the top. Sure. Like suck it up, Buttercup. You'll be <laughs> fine. You work through it. But over half of Gen Zers report that the stress of filing taxes has brought them to tears. Uh, one in four Gen Zers even claim that they need help from their therapist. To recover from the traumatic experience. This is what Get Tim and I here. do when we file our taxes jointly together. Uh, before we got our tax guy that we have now, we would pour each other a couple of shots of Jack, and we'd sit down, 
and we'd get on the H&R Block website, and we would just <laughs> take it line by line. And yeah. uh, that was a good way for me to deal with it. So, well, yeah, get hammered. While boozing? While yeah, boozing. why not? Take the edge off. Trying to That's meticulously your, get yeah, the right numbers down while boozing. You're a therapist, Jack Daniels. <laughs> yeah. well, I go to my therapist for my personal problems, not my tax problems. Yeah, I always do a bunch of special K and then yeah. file my taxes. Yeah, 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 that's a good idea. Yeah, I try you know, to get myself dizzy. It doesn't just... hurt as bad in a K-hole yeah. to uh, do your uh, line B deduction. Dude, it just I'm doesn't. Good. Since I haven't been drinking, I just bash my head uh, you know, on a, on a door jam I got for a, a while. Concussion. I'm not, and I'm not, and I'm not BSing everybody right now. Like Tim and I will go, all right, it's Sunday, you know, you. the week before the 15th. Let's gather the we, receipts. We sit, the, uh, the table is full of receipts and W-2s and band crap. And we go, all right, let's do That's this. That's awesome. And, pour, and we start pouring the liquor. I'll tell you what, my life, guy? my life totally changed. Because, I mean, you can imagine how difficult my taxes can be. I, I'm, I'm getting, oh, my God. Yeah, you know, all that some, money, dude, that's crazy. No, I'm not saying that. I'm, <laughs> oh. pay, I'm paying taxes in different what... countries. I'm paying taxes in different states, uh, different bands, different businesses, W-2s, 1099s. I'm paying other people. Like, uh, it's it's fairly complex. Sure. But my life changed a couple years ago when I just decided to track it in real time. Everything that I do, I just yeah. Just, if you every, stay organized during the year, every week, every Sunday, like I got a reminder. This has office hours, and it pops up, That's and good. then I sit there and I go, okay, what did I spend? What did I do? What, what you know? What is you know, What can I do? You know what I found fascinating was I was talking to Kerry Davis, now on the fast lane, former NFLer, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize they have to pay taxes for every city they play in. Oh wow! Oh, yeah. yeah, same same yep. for bands, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't realize that was with oh, pro yeah, athletes. Dude, it's it's so much. Yeah, that ruined my. I had an aunt that would do my taxes for free every year, and then one my first year on the road with them, it came back where it was like forty something. Yeah, from things. every state. Yeah, you went and to. she's like, "I'm good. I can't do well, this anymore." So, you know, so Kerry Davis played for you know Pittsburgh Steelers, mm-hmm. and when Pittsburgh played, uh, you know, Denver, and in Denver, he'd get a. Tax receipt from Colorado. Yeah, but does Yikes. the NFL's accountant system help with that? I hope they do. I mean, they keep no. track of the players no. No, they where just, they've been. I mean, how does no, that they even just work? pay you because it's not a W two. Oh yeah. wow, it's a contract. So essentially, like it's, it's it's just like a band. So if I'm if I'm in Canada and I'm making money in Canada, I have to pay the taxes for, for that province. So like yeah. we would get a packet, dude, and I still do. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not playing as many cities obviously right. as I used to, but like. I still get a packet of all the breakdowns and all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, there's publishing money. So, like, you know, where's that coming from? Who am I paying taxes to on that statewide? But the, the, the thing with this, I mean, come on, it's silly that you need therapy. Because yeah, that's you're, having a, top shelf. you're having a hard time doing your taxes. And here's what they said. The New York Post, here's what they said. Uh, and they interviewed a financial therapist. Oh, great. Which I guess that's a thing. Uh, the financial therapist said uh, people in these generations are used to products and services that make their lives easier. Need food? Three taps, dinner's on the way. Want new music to listen to? A curated playlist is already on your music player. Yep. Taxes feel tedious and stressful. Worst of all, the consequences are pretty high. And much of the stress seems to stem from confusion surrounding the process of filing taxes, something American adults have been doing for more than 100 years. Many Gen Zers and millennials don't even know when their taxes need to be filed. Wow. You know, I but this is all actual reasoning why I understand how it is more stressful for younger people. Yeah, me too. Because they, they do have everything at their fingertips, and we have made things 
technologically more easy. We've taken every roadblock away. We have. And so that's on the parents and the education system and society at large. That Yeah, we need to be keeping everybody afloat with the things that are archaic, like the tax system, that we have in place. Well, this is probably one of the first things they have to do as an adult. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Sure. And it's it's remarkably complex. Yeah, and the best advice I I would give is um, during a year... Set aside, you know, like build up about 200 bucks, 300 bucks, whatever it is, and go at tax time, have a guy do it for you. You just send it to them. They take care of everything. It comes back perfect, yep. and you yeah, are just you happy. Spend a couple hundred bucks and get it's it, the best. You get it done the right way. No stress. I mean, even like TurboTax and stuff like that, that's pretty easy to oh, use. Oh, yeah. It yeah, is. All that stuff. But uh, I, I went into one of those, I won't say the name of that, but it's one of those kind of brands. You know, they have uh, shops around town, and I went there, and two different times, it was like this. They basically just went through the same thing I did on the website, mm-hmm. and they had no clue how to get any breaks or any. They didn't know how. Like yeah. I'm like, yeah, I got this thing, this tax reserve, or this or this gas thing. And yeah, that's a service like, rather huh? than a professional. Right. Yeah, so they have no clue. So I, when I went to the private one, all of a sudden I actually got everything correct. It and was just wild. You're right on about that because yeah, this is pro. the first year that we have a guy who is he literally is saying. Here's what you guys need to be doing with my band stuff, and I don't do anything as much as Moon does. But he goes, let's let's it's write off the, same, the gas. You know, hey, you yeah. got a home office at home. How big is the square footage yeah. of that office? Yeah, yeah. Every little right. thing. It doesn't is matter what you size. You need somebody to tell you that. That's yeah. the yeah. point. Is it doesn't matter what size it yeah. is, or how you th- you know how grand you think it is, or not. It's all the same. Like well, you know, like you got to treat it the exact same as I would, the exact same as uh, it's three eleven would. Right. You know what I mean? Like like uh, you have to yeah. look at it. As like this, your life is your business. Your family is your business. I would recommend getting a guy, but but when you're first starting out, your yeah. taxes are not that complicated. Right. You, yeah. you know, you're usually filing individually. You don't have a family. You don't yeah. have dependents and stuff like that. Totally. It's easy for real. But like the financial therapist said, you know, we've taken every obstacle away, mm-hmm. and well, this is the first real thing you're doing as an adult. And they, I just can't. Yeah, but not not just that. Like let's let's, let's go a little easier on the young people too, because like. As as a parent, here's the here's the real difficulty. Here's like the the, the, the difficult rub is it is a complex thing. It's a heck of a lot of pressure because you, you, now you got the government coming right. after you if you do it wrong or this <laughs> or that. You know what I'm saying? Plus, it's like as a parent, I just I just having this conversation a couple days ago about financial literacy with my son. My son is you know like an early teenager, and. The parent in me wants to like dump all this information and like have him prepared, have him prepared. And then the parent in me also goes, wait, but let him be a kid. Right. Let him be a kid. So like as a parent, it's this really strange, you got to like thread the needle of let this kid not have stress of the financial worries about what's about to happen when he's 15, 16 years old. But at the same time, like I want to educate him and have him be prepared. So like Mm -hmm. how much do you put on him? Well, also think about this. All you know about taxes is usually the bad stuff. Yeah, right, right, right. I've tried to I've tried to take the the, the the approach of I'm only I only have these conversations when he shows interest. And thankfully, like they've showed a lot of interest recently. And he came down and he said, Hey, can I get this app? Um it'll it, it connects to my banking app and um it'll allow me to uh, check out like different stocks and stuff. And I'm like, whoa, 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 buddy, let's is talk it the about cash this. App? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, like, because his friends are all talking about it, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, what are the restrictions? Like, what can I, you know, I want to make sure you don't just dump your, your Money in account, this. <laughs> account and go for, uh, you know, uh, Fortnite or something, <laughs> you know, whatever it may be. And he said, no, there's, you know, let's let's talk it out. So we were having a conversation. but And and that was, like, exciting for me because he came to me with it. Right. Well, And here's what the uh, tax therapist says, or financial therapist. Uh, it's clear that many Americans, particularly younger files, View filing taxes as a confusing, anxiety-inducing experience that's painful to navigate. 
Now, people who do it themselves often spend an average of nine hours filing their taxes, but, uh, but it's a necessary undertaking. Nine hours. Nine hours? No. I do it every Sunday for probably an hour, so I probably spend at least 52 hours. Getting hit with a penalty, owing money, or being audited are terrifying prospects. But I'm also paying a lot of people. I'm employing people. You know, it's not. It's certainly not big business. I don't make what you think I make. I would think Gen Z would be. But at the a work point, is there. You know, according to everything else that I hear reported, they make no money. Can't afford anything. It's easy. Mm-hmm. Should be easy. Yeah. They can't own a house. Yeah. This should but, be but it's a lot of pressure. Pretty, but I'm saying, like, if also if they knew how, you know, I remember the lean years when I was making nothing. That I'd be like, God, I hope I don't get audited. And my f- accountant would be like, yeah. Yeah, and they're not looking for you. You're good. They're not going to be like, hey. They're not going to take 18 a nothing. Let's look into this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Red he, flag. Yeah, he, he's like, I think you're good, man. Like, you don't really have to. They're not. It's not worth their time and the money it would cost them. But you to, don't know. You don't know that because you get also, all you I'm hear. Saying. You see movies. You hear about audits. and Yeah, yeah. They also I'm, hear I horror the, stories. That's what I'm saying. What? I think the, the stories they've heard have. They're projecting this traumatic experience that is probably such a low probability. But it's also like it is probably the first big thing you're going to do when you when you sure. become an adult is your taxes mm-hmm. and and just the melting down. It's going to be okay, guys. Just well, don't forget to the other thing is like these kids are way way more uh, aware of scams and possible scams. And to be fair, dude, that was not something we thought of when we were teenagers. And these kids are like, they grow up yeah. being told, avoid this, avoid this, yeah, avoid yeah. this. Here's a scam. Here's a scam. Here's a scam. And for me, dude, uh, I'll be completely transparent here. One of the worst years financially for me the last like 20 years, I was working at the station. I was working here for probably 10 bucks an hour. And my band was not doing as much. And this band wasn't doing as much. And I probably made less money that year than I have in the last like 15 mm-hmm. years. And what do you know? Somebody... Uh, okay, not my fault, but let's just say somebody in the family's fault. They gave away information on a scam phone call, yeah. and my identity was stolen. <clears throat> so and they're my, trying to untangle that mess as a disaster. Holy cow, dude. So they, they, they stole my identity. It was like January or February. And what did they do? Like when I go to do my taxes in March and April, they're like, no, you already got your return. I said, what? I just, what are you talking about? Like I haven't gotten a return. That's a thing. And that's exactly what happened. Somebody stole our identity over this phone call, this scam phone call, so they could take Took our enough return. data to then take your return. Dude, I'm still dealing with that crap. I'm oh, yeah, that, that's st- that a was big scam. So many years ago. The past couple of years. And, you know, kids hear about that kind of stuff and beware of this, uh, uh, be aware of that. So I, I think that's also kind of an added pressure that sometimes we don't think about. Too much data. Too many stories. Too much. Yeah. Well, my, my worst, uh, well, we were audited one year. That was not That was not fun. It wound up being a misunderstanding. But you still had to go down to the office, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. You got to do that whole thing. Oh, yeah. It was something with my wife and her business. Yeah. Talk mm. about a whole thing. Learn the whole thing of, of tax uh, identity, you know uh, I mean, identity I wish theft and all nobody. that. Holy smokes. Oh, a have whole you ever been thing. No, thank God. Oh, God. You get a letter in the mail. Oh, a letter. With a date. <laughs> oh. You want to talk about stress? You have to collect things that you didn't know existed. Then you, you got to start going through papers and you sit down with a guy. Yeah. And by the way, that guy, I don't know about you, that guy is looking at you like you're the criminal of all criminals. I started talking. <laughs> so we're sitting in a cubicle. It's a place in town and country where we got to go. Yeah, me too. So you sit with your auditor. Uh-huh. And I start, you know, jawjacking. Oh, boy. And he goes, hey, 
shut up. Shut up. This is about her stuff. Oh. And I go, okay. <laughs> yeah, you feel like, like you say it was I don't a, know her. You feel like you're on trial. experience? Uh, Didn't you say they were pretty nice? They were very nice, yeah. and it wound up being just a paperwork thing, and everything got cleared up. But the, the events leading up to that, it was like two or three weeks from the time we got the letter to when we got to go sit down. Horrible. Right. I'm going to jail. What did you do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel you like you're like, I did nothing. I'm like, what did you do? Scott Rizzuto indicted. What? What? I tell you what. What? One of the worst, and as a mistake as a kid. I think I've told the story on the air before. Not knowing anything about taxes, how anything works, withholding, uh, you know, being a contracted employee. I have no idea. Whole mess. I got a job uh, at SiriusXM. Um, this is back in 2000. And I was a contracted employee. So that means I didn't get a W-2. Oh, yeah. I got a, what do they call it, a W-9? Uh, well, 1099, maybe. 1099. See, still don't know. 1099. <laughs> yeah, we don't know. Who knows? <laughs> and I was uh, I was doing six shifts a week up there on the Octane channel. That's cool. It was awesome. And the, I was, you know, in my early 20s, making bank. <laughs> they paid. Did you record under a blanket in your hotel room like they do now, or did you? No, I would actually go up to the studios cool. and record. You know, I would go up three days a week, record two shifts a night, and nothing was live up there. Just intro songs. Mm-hmm. When I got hired there, they, the satellites had just be, been launched in the air. We were doing practice shows, like nobody was listening. Yeah, and they were paying like a dumb amount, and I'm young, and I'm getting these checks. Going out to dinner, you know. Big time. Amelia and I had first started dating. I'm like, buying her gifts. Cash money, baby. Cash money. I was getting these checks going right in the bank. Top of the world. (laughs) April 15th. Time to file my taxes. Now, every year prior, I'd gotten money back. Wait those two hours. (laughs) Sit down with the H&R block guy. Puts the numbers in. I go, how much am I getting right. back, baby? Load me up. <laughs> he goes, dude, you awesome. owe like $10,000. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I go, what? <laughs> he goes, you owe like ten grand. No, that's not I go, me. How? He goes, you understand here, they didn't take any taxes out. Like, you're a contracted employee. Yeah, this 1099 has got no withholding, anything. <laughs> yeah, Where's the panic button on this life? He's probably like, didn't you, didn't you read about MC Hammer? Come on, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. think about all the musicians, the Everclear guy, like all these people, like they all get, it's all the same stuff. I had no idea. I thought, yeah, I Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was working for the other radio station too, and I was getting a W 2 and everything, you know. Right. Oh, yeah. So you just assume that somebody's taking assumed. your taxes. For I did, you. had no idea. Oh, yeah. Dude, that happens with every young band. Like oh, the drummer, man. somebody always like has an electronics addiction or something. And, 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 <laughs> and then at the end, the business manager goes, hey, man, uh, you don't have a tax account or nothing? Like you're about to owe 22 grand. Dude, and I went from 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 a mere two hours before balling to actually crying. Like, yeah, balling. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, balling to balling. Balling to balling. <laughs> ball it to ball to day. So how'd you get dang. that worked out? I had to call my parents. Oh, I had to get some, I had to get money. Roseanne, like, please help. I'm a help me. Help. I'm like uh, the bank of Roseanne. But see, I probably called my dad. That was my your dad. generation's therapy. Ther- tax therapy. I didn't have it's to go to therapy. Mom. 
You know what I'm saying? Our generations, we got to mom and dad bail us out, uncle, aunt bail us out. I mean, now these kids are getting kicked out on their ass, and they're like, who can I go to? Not the parents. Get out of here. Who's they're get, going to the tax They're therapist. still at home. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's why they can't go to their parents, because they're going, we give you enough. I can't go no. all the way upstairs and ask my mom and dad. <laughs> I didn't have any... All my aunts and uncles were doing just as poorly as I was. <laughs> Luckily, none of us, we all were getting $87. I just back. remember the CPA, after he told me, like, dude, you owe, it was like nine or ten grand. He goes, are you okay? Yeah, dude. Because I turned white. Yeah. What, what am I going to do? The taxes are due today. That's how it was. Tim and I, just in the last few years, we owed something crazy for us that was like four to $6,000. And I'm like, what? You know, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. And, and we could handle it, but it was one of those, what are we doing wrong? That's why we, you know, and we had to stop drinking, doing our taxes, because mm. we obviously were screwing ourselves. Yeah. But, yeah. And then we got- Decimal points are in the wrong place. I think I already found the problem. <laughs> you know, I probably, I probably overpaid my taxes. Like, the government probably yeah. owes me some money that I, you know, they'll never audit themselves yeah, to give yeah. me back what I've done. That's I paid hilarious. my taxes for last year, last year. And I feel so good. Yeah, it's, well, it's the coolest feeling ever to just go, oh, done. I'm broke again, but like, it feels good. Yeah, huh. <laughs> I got it done. I, you guys remember that commercial? I think it was like a Budweiser commercial for the Super Bowl where they're playing golf and he's like, tap in. And he starts getting progressively further away from the hole to where they're just drinking beers. And he's like, is that a tap in? Yeah. Like, yeah, tap it in. And then he's on the drive. He's like teeing off. He's like, tap. And he's yeah. like, yeah, that's kind of how <laughs> me and my accountant handle my write offs. <laughs> we're together. I'm like, Tapping it, ride it off, and he's like, "Ride it off!" <laughs> like, so we're riding the lightning together. Nice. I, but he's a friend of mine. I have an actual accountant who's like not just a seasonal hire ejection Hewitt in the back of a Walmart, which is nice. Yeah, yeah. So he doesn't know what he's doing, but he'll be like, "Yeah, I mean, he's pretty sharp." Like, especially it was a comedian. I'm I'm dreading taxes this year because I, this is the first year I've been a W two employee. Yeah, look at you. Ten years, I have a feeling it's going to bite me. Something bit me. <laughs> well, it, I think well, it pays we'll to get a good guy. Yeah. It pays to get somebody you trust. Yeah. 100%, man. I've been doing this business podcast we're going to launch here soon, and uh, we actually just did a whole episode about that. It is worth finding somebody and paying the money. Yeah. Find professionals. Absolutely. Get a team. I know that sounds silly. To some of you, it sounds silly to me for 40 years, and now I realize, oh, my gosh, it saves you so much in the long run. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does. Hey, um, if you're looking to save some money, remember, uh, and, and some food news here, uh, remember Applebee's recently offered their uh, $200 date night pass, making it possible for you to get 30 bucks towards food, non-alcoholic beverages every week for a year? Yeah, it sold out. Remember, they, they sold out quickly, much to the displeasure of many people trying to get the deal. What place? Olive Garden? Applebee's. Oh, Applebee's. Applebee's wants to make customers happy again, so the restaurant is giving away the chance to buy one of the passes. According to Applebee's, a thousand of the passes will be available. You need to sign up on the Date Night Pass website. If you're selected in the drawing, you'll pay 200 bucks, and Good Eats will be yours. So this is just that they're not giving it away. This is just a chance to get one. Yeah, yeah, it's a good deal. Yeah, my wife she she put us in there. She's like, might as well see what happens. Really? Yeah. Yeah, you'll find out uh, on Valentine's Day. Yeah, I'm excited. I think we're gonna win. I think we got it. Register through Friday. You know what? Speaking of when, I was driving into work today, and I started daydreaming about the lottery. I think I'm going to start playing the lottery. Oh, well, that's, a a good, that's a good investment. investment. I don't know where this thought came from. I know we talk about the lottery every three months on this show, but it was the first time in my life, and maybe it's because I'm turning 39. I don't know. 
Dude, growing up. I think up, I'm going to start playing the lottery. Growing <laughs> Careful, up, it leads to smoking. My grandpa, my aunts and uncles, everybody used to play the numbers every day. Play, play the, the numbers. numbers. I'm going to play the numbers. It was like the pick three, pick four. And oh, I'm going to do yeah. scratchy lotteries, too. I'm going to do it all. Like, the New York lotto was such a big thing that the the woman who drew the ball, like, who did the ball drawings at mm-hmm. night, Yolanda Vega, was like a celebrity. <laughs> like, everybody knew, you know, 9 Hell or 10 yeah. o'clock, Yolanda Vega was on. <laughs> and she was drawing the numbers. And this is, you know, 35 years ago. I still remember. Did it ever go well for your family? Yeah, they'd win a couple bucks every once in a while. I'm feeling the luck. I, fe- I had this weird thing this morning. I'm driving down Olive, dude, and I'm, I go, I feel like I could win... A million dollars. Go I don't know what ticket. that. We'll yeah. do it. Follow that intuition. That's a, a low. That's a low risk, high reward. Yeah. You know, come off the Toby Keith thing yesterday. I don't know. I don't know if it's like magic in the air. I don't know what's. I going don't know. On. You're a witch. Uh, you, you have the intuition. Stevie Nicks is coming to town soon. I feel like uh, mm-hmm. the energy is flowing. Also, if everybody could stop tagging me that I killed Toby Keith, some people are sending me um, notes of who needs to be next, and that was a little dark. Whoa. So. I'm not going to oh, be wow. talking names. <laughs> I'm going to grab my celebrities with no more names. Flooded with messages about how you killed Toby Keith. Uh-huh. Yeah. How you accidentally, hey. instead of Keith Urban, you said Toby Keith. I did. Welcome you to the show. You mixed the two man. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty much most of the emails we got over the past Sorry day. about you. Yeah. Anyway, I'm a winner. Just own up to it. I, yeah, I, I do. I take responsibility. I'm very sorry to the family. And yeah, it wasn't the stomach cancer. It was learn. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the stomach cancer that got him. It was learn. Yeah. <laughs> I ruined everything, and here I am. Well, again, let's talk about, let's be positive, all right? I'm trying to spin this positive. Oh, okay. She, was, the, being, the, she was being pretty positive. She just said that she feels that she could just yeah, but then up you, and win then, a lot. Yeah, but then you, you followed it up with... <clears throat> I yeah, killed Toby right. Keith. Yeah, right, right. But no, I was just explaining well, how my social media. You stay in, in that positive hours. tornado. I am, and help mm-hmm. help a brother yeah. out. You know, when I you will. win that. Yeah. You went from I could I could, I could possibly win a, a million bucks to I killed Toby Keith, and I take well. full responsibility, and I apologize, <laughs> and I apologize to the Keith family to the and Keith his family. family. Yeah. And, and when you win that, I'll be your taxi guy if you need. Yes. <laughs> All right. I'm good at it. Let's talk about happy <laughs> things, okay? Uh, customers rank the top eleven chain restaurants free bread options. Nice. Oh, man. Oh, Charlie's has to be on there. So I want to know. So I have the top 11. Chains? Top 11 chain restaurant free bread options. Is it Oh, Charlie's or is it just Charlie's? Oh, It's Oh, Charlie's. Oh, Charlie's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got to be on there. Yeah. I think number one, though, has to be the black or brown bread from Cheesecake Factory. Oh, yeah. Is that? I thought it was. Oh, Charlie's is on the list. Who else has a brown? Cheesecake Factory is on the list as well. Who else has a brown bread? There's, there's another place with the brown bread that's, like, just stupidly good. Oh, is, it, is it Lone Star? Lone Star. I don't know. Cracker Barrel has cornbread. That should be on there. Oh. Texas Roadhouse. What about Olive Texas Roadhouse yeah, is on there. Olive Garden. I, I'll tell you the rank. It is. TR's on there. Texas Roadhouse? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, they're on there. It should be. Is that the, is that the brown bread? Brown bread with the cinnamon butter. The it's oh, not brown bread. No, okay. it's just, like, sweet rolls with cinnamon butter. It's amazing. Yum. Cheddar oh. Biscuits, number one. Are those free? Red Lobster? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're free. Okay. Oh, that's on there. And I had this for the first time. They are spectacular in 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 shop. I've had them a few times out of the box. <laughs> oh yeah, nothing. Red Lobster compared base. To, to live. Wow. Well, every place you've mentioned is on the list, except for Cheesecake Factory, and except right. for Cracker Barrel, which is uh, wrong because they got great bread. Man, I'm telling you, there's another place with the brown bread. I just can't think of it. Um, that that is like just basic butter, but on the brown bread when it comes out hot, and it's, it comes out in the loaf, so you got to cut it yourself. Oh. 
Well, let's let's talk about this for a second. So you know how it goes. Sometimes you go out to eat, and your server brings you this big basket of bread. And you keep eating it and eating it before it dawns on you what's happening. You're so full, you're not sure you can manage your entree. Yeah, yeah. every time. And that's the blessing and the curse of free bread. How many times did your parents yell at you, stop eating bread? Every day. Mm-hmm. Every time. You're going to fill up on chips. Every time we go out. Stop eating bread. You're going to fill up on bread. Now, if the free bread is bad, it can be forgiven as long as the rest of your meal is excellent. But for some people, free bread is just a way to keep busy before the main course. But for others, it's at least half the reason for choosing a restaurant. Yep. I'll tell you what, man. Heck yeah. My kids are eating at such a pace that go ahead, fill up on the bread. No, we're not ready to order yet, please. Can we have some more bread? <laughs> that, that way they're not... They're not ordering what they usually would order. Apparently, Outback Steakhouse has brown bread. Outback. Oh, that's yeah. it. That's the one, right? Mm. That so does comes 54th out. Street, but I don't think they're technically. A Longhorn yeah. has brown bread, too. One of them comes in a loaf. you got to cut it, and it's just, uh, it's melty. Why oh. is that brown bread oh. so damn good? Oh. Yeah, and what is it? What is that? I don't even know. Is it pumpernickel? I'm going to find out. Here, keep going with Probably. you. Don't curse at me. It's sweet for sure. So number 11 on their list, remember these are the top 11, is Fazoli's. Sweet Malachi. Oh, I was going to make a joke bread. about that. That's on there. Heck yeah. Fazoli's. Yeah, that was Free uh, bread one sticks. of the perks of going there. They're good. There. Yeah. Buttery. Unlimited, whatever. They say these, though these breadsticks have their fans, many diners have taken to the internet to, com- to complain about them. Somebody said uh, they're one of the worst breadsticks I've ever tasted. It's just pure garlic sauce or whatever. Zoli's? And it's yeah. it's good, but after so two, good. you're going to start sweating that stuff out. You're still sweating it out, and I had it 20 years ago. So, so and Every Fazoli's from... I've been to smells like sewage. Dude, for our, some reason. Our, our buddy so. worked at Fazoli's, <laughs> yes. and he came home smelling like that. His car smelled like that. Our band practice. What's area. up with that? And that's why the breadsticks don't taste good. I just, you're smelling the sewage ex- while you're eating the breadsticks. Sewage? Ex- dude, he's Something right. Something going on it's, at Fazoli's, dude, sewage, I'm telling you. But it's some weird, like, almost almost B.O., almost fake butter, almost fake garlic Mm-mm. smell. Like, there's something weird about it. The food's great. I've never been. Oh, the Mount Vernon Fazoli's is where I would, whenever it was like this halfway point between visiting my mom and dad, I would stop, go through the drive-thru, get those, do and dog those, or down those uh, um, breadsticks on the way back to St. Louis. Yep. Delicious. Well, and here's what they say. Smart. They say, you know, uh, as far ahead. as reviews go, um, I guess the, the quality of breadsticks can vary from location to location. At Fazoli's? At Fazoli's. Because some love them oh, and some hate them. I don't know. Okay. okay. Uh, number 10 is Olive Garden. Olive Garden and the free bread. Yeah. Mm, uh, some people love Olive Garden's breadsticks so much they'll go there just for the breadsticks alone. However, it's pretty clear from customer reviews that Olive Garden's signature breadsticks can be hit or miss. You know what I like is Pasta House. On, no, Pasta House is regional. Yeah, it's, it's regional. And I will say this about Pasta House's free bread. They give you the rolls. They're cold, and then the butter is cold. It's a whole thing. This is the same thing. Olive Garden breadsticks are the same thing as Fazoli's. It's just Fazoli's has more of the green crap on it and... and mm-hmm. uh, yeah. And Olive Garden looks a, a little bit uh, more robust. Cheesecake Factory is number nine. Good. And one smells like sewage. <laughs> Cheesecake Factory and their, and their bread. Now, they say Cheesecake Factory is a controversial place. To some, it's a shining example of everything wrong with American dining. It's Irish brown bread, by the way. 1,500-calorie desserts, 1,600-calorie burgers, 1,900-calorie salads. To others, it's everything right with the American dining experience for all the same high-calorie reasons. Hey, hey. Now, any way you look at it, decadence is a big part of the Cheesecake Factory experience, which could be why some people hate the free brown bread and some people love it. 
It's brown because there's dark brown sugar in it. Mm. Oh. Yeah, it's like a honey wheat, I thought, right? This is what did you say factory? it was? Irish mm. brown bread. Whole wheat flour, Dang. dark brown sugar, honey, and Guinness. Wait, what? what is, what, what stuff? Irish brown bread. From where? Uh, cheesecake factory. That's not, it looks exactly like the Cheesecake Factory bread. Oh, okay, because look at this, because they even, actually even sell it. Oh, really? Like, they have, like, loaves. Zoom in. <gasps> look at that. Factory brown bread. What? So it says. It comes in loaves or, Hit uh, it. what do you call this? The love of God, click it, man. Or like, or like sliced bread, like. Uh, oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. Our Look famous that loaf. brown bread. Yeah, that's that good though. Good. When, it's hot, when it's hot, wheat dinner oh, rolls, hot wheat butter, baguettes, butter. and sandwich Damn, loaf. I think that'd be good with a sandwich. Probably. Yeah. Selling well, baguettes. You know what that I like? It could be a wild weekend. It's the oats. <laughs> Careful, buddy. It's the tasteless oats on top of it that are kind of dope too. Yeah, texture. Is that what that is? Is that oats or something? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's like oatmeal yeah. or oats. oats. Yeah, that's, Rolled oats. Man, that's good. All right, number eight on the list is Carabas, which I've never been to. Mm -mm. Carabas is... Uh, they say it's what everything. Olive Garden would be if Olive Garden just cared a little bit more. That's exactly what I was going to say. Fancy Olive Garden. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, if 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 somebody came into Fazoli's and, and, and was like, I'm here to shape this place up. Carabas. That's Carabas? Really? I remember yeah, the commercials. But they got like... Um, you know, like appetizers, like a like a like bruschetta, and yeah. well, and they say they good. don't serve free breadsticks. Instead, it's like um, your basic sliced loaf with an herb and oil dip. Yummy! Right? Oh yeah, yeah. And they come out. Oh yeah, that's right. They make a thing out of it. You would like some? That's oil right. And some, they spread the oil, and then and you some, uh, crack the pepper. Balsamic. I love that. That is pretty cool. But the bread is uh, is it's just whatever. It's it's the normal. It's it's what you're supposed to get. You know right, that's Carabas number eight. Number seven, I've never been to this place either, is Romano's Macaroni Grill. I love Macaroni oh, Grills. What, Are there any around here? <laughs> there used there to be. There used to be, yeah. There used to be by Ronnie's, right, over there? And now and maybe that's one by the Galleria, too. Oh, yeah. That was a great spot. Isn't there one on South Lindbergh? Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, in Kirkwood, right? Or South Kirkwood, whatever. By the South County Mall? No, no, no. Right in front of Walmart, uh, Sunset Hills and Kirkwood, the border. Now, they say their bread, they do a, a rosemary peasant bread. Mm. They write on the tables there too, which is super cool. Mm -hmm. They what? They write on the tables? Yeah, you get like a oh, tablecloth that's a sheet of paper, and they give you the crayons, and then you can make it all. All right. Yeah. Is that is one this? of the spots where you order an entree, and then they give you the second one to take home? No, no that's, that's all uh, Garden, uh, it? No, what is Maggiano's. Maggiano's. What is this? Oh, ground yeah. round, which is great too. Yeah, hey, uh, so that one in Sunset Hills is gone, or Kirkwood, but there is one. Uh, it looks like, yeah, two fifty-five and and fifty-five. So like damn, South County Mall, like you were saying. I mean, pretty much. So they say with the with the macaroni grill bread, uh, making your free bread with rosemary is a bold move because a rosemary could be a divisive herb. You either love it or you think it makes your food taste like a pine tree. <laughs> and not everybody's crazy about the little sticks of uh, rosemary sticking in your teeth. <clears throat> but people do like it, and it's number seven on our list. Number six is O'Charlie's. Oh, yeah. Nice. So good. That roll is, like, perfectly greased, perfectly soft, perfectly hot. I think they have a brown bread too. I think they have like a couple, a couple options. But man, they're 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 whatever they call it, butter roll. What you know, the the basic. Here you go. Here's the free stuff. Well, and they say some restaurants offer great. basic sliced bread or breadsticks, but O'Charlie's brings every table a complimentary basket of dinner rolls. Waiting to eat them with dinner is not always a reasonable ask, though. Uh, O'Charlie's describes its bread rolls as warm, buttery, delicious, and most customers. Seem to agree with that, dude. Have you guys had those before? Mm -mm. Yeah. Oh my gosh, they are. They, I um, I know this is probably going to be upsetting to some people, but they should be as equally talked about and famous as the Cheddar Bay biscuits from Lester. Really? Uh, from uh -huh. Lester. 
Yeah, I, I never mean, hear anything other than 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 how the rolls are good for O'Charlies. Like honestly, there's nothing like well, I don't even know what they serve there. When you go, I don't know what this says about the food, but when you go, the rolls are what you remember. Like what is O'Charlies? Is like a like I don't Applebee's? know. I've, pro- I've probably been twelve times, and the only thing I remember having is the rolls. Country fried steak. Yeah, and uh, the, also it's like cheddar's stuff. or meatloaf. They used to have the best potato soup. That was what everybody went to O'Charlie's for because they had like I can't remember if they put French fries in it, what or something. It was like a thick, creamy, cheesy potato soup, and it was awesome. But they changed the recipe, and it's not good anymore. Huh? I had bad potato soup over the weekend that I don't uh, want to talk about. Too, it was too creamy, and it wasn't enough potato. Was that a, a place? Like a, yeah, it was a local place. I won't call them out, but unfortunately, now I'm curious. I'll tell you off here. All right, I need to steer clear. And it's near our, ho- our is, home. Is it a place I've been to? Uh no, probably not. Hey, you like Ruby Tuesday, right? You and I both like Ruby Tuesday. I haven't been there in years, but they used to have 25-cent wings on the Monday Night Football days. Up and evacuate our area? I think so. uh, Ruby Tuesday, if Ruby Tuesday and O'Charlie's are next to each other, I would say, oh, those are equivalent. And if if I'm in the mood for like a solid entree, I'll go to Ruby Tuesday. If I'm thinking about... Something lighter, and I'm not like zoned in on an entree. Then I'd go to O'Charlie's because of the bread. Dude, I'm looking at the O'Charlie's menu right now. If you got picky eaters in your family that want pasta, I want a steak, I want tacos. They have everything. So everything is done just mediocre. Yes, probably. <laughs> it doesn't matter. The bread, the bread is what you remember. Yep. We have everything. It's done mediocre, but you know we have stuff for everybody. Bread. You got a friend in your circle that will take uh, put the rolls in her purse. You got that friend? Because I do. <laughs> I I'm going to call her out. She listens to the show, Christy Pasha. She, hey. Hey, this woman is the one who brings Ziploc bag anywhere we go to eat, and Whoa. she will take. Home. She'll be like, "Can we get another order of rolls?" And then she will stock up, and it's, it's impressive. It's pretty man. wise, hey man. She's stealing rolls. So she's, she's not stealing, stealing them. Packets, rolls. She's having them packets. for later. They're gonna throw them out anyway. If they're yeah, gonna put them on, to be eaten there. <laughs> she's the cousin Eddie of our. No to go. I'll tell you what though, it's like it's like the fewer rolls you can't take food home. Okay, but the fewer rolls that she eats there, the more that she'll eat a, an entree. What if she's filled up and now All she's right. not going to get the sta- the surf and turf? All right, number five is Logan's Roadhouse. I don't know this one. Mm. Okay, yeah, anybody been to good. Logan's Roadhouse? Yeah, it's just kind of like all the steak restaurants. Right. it's good and it. Is the same exact menu basically. Oh, Logan's Roadhouse, Logan's, made from scratch yeast name. rolls. Yeah, this is like a dinner version of Shoney's. Nah. Right? Don't you kind of feel like that? No, nah. it's it's more like your Texas Roadhouse or something. Shoney's was a buffet. Yeah. It's like kind of the same Logan's menu, Roadhouse? just a different name. I always wanted to go because it said Roadhouse in the title, and that made mm. me feel like it was cool. Yeah. Like a double deuce. Yeah. I've seen a lot of fights there. It's like one in front of the Fairview Heights Mall, and I'm always like, I should go there sometime and never do. Mm. Great security there. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. I see. Yeah, a lot of like ten walls and ten roofs. That kind of yeah. That kind of place. But it's like the servers line dance in there. (laughs) Is that accurate? I feel like I feel like there's a there's like a this whole place shuts down for boot scoot and boogie about once every forty five minutes. That just feels like that to me. That's awesome. Oh, oh, Charles pulled out of St. Louis. Oh no! Oh no! Is that one on seventy is gone? Somebody said somebody just wrote, oh, Charlie's no longer in the St. Louis I area. Wow. There was one off of uh, Manchester, like in Baldwin. There was one. We ate at one out where all the car dealerships are. Like out by, on 270 where all the, there's like a big run of all the car dealerships. I don't know. Hmm. Oh, dude, Moon's There's one up. like jammed in between two car dealerships out that way. This is the one Scroll I've been. Scroll down. Uh, this is the one I've been to. On Veterans Memorial, closed. 
Well, closed uh, now. Fluorescent closed. Oh, location, location closed. closed. Oh, is that is that what it's saying, or is it just saying it's closed? Location now? closed. No, location closed. Wow. Well, that's unfortunate. Okay, go back. Go I was going to start going there every day. Well, as of Ju- July twenty three, there's a review. Well, yeah, it list. was a good run. It looks like they're all closed. Location <sighs> closed. Oh, is it closed, super- or is it because it's early? It's closed. Location closed is yep. in red. On their website, there is zero. Hmm. They say, we do not like St. Louis is what their website says. Oh, well, good riddance. Yeah. yeah. If only we would have had this conversation months ago. Should have kept your potato soup the same. <laughs> uh, Ruth's Chris, number four. Uh, mm. Ruth's Chris is basically a high-end steakhouse disguised as a chain. Or, or maybe the other way around. I think it's the other way around. Not everybody could afford to eat there. The small steak on the menu is 50 bucks. Is that a franchise thing? Wow. It is. And when it I found is? that out, I thought, because everybody, all the high uppers that I've worked with in life, oh, we're going to Ruth's Chris. Oh, my gosh, that's so cool. We, and I went one time, and I'm like, this place is awesome. And then I learned it was a chain, and it took all the appeal away. Yeah. It's great food, every but cool okay. spot across the country here. It's all the same. There's right. two now in our area. I know. Yeah. One in Clayton, one in Chesterfield now. They do well. The one in uh, Chesterfield is apparently the biggest one. Oh, yeah, I've heard that. That's a pretty cool, that little upstairs area is pretty neat in there. Um, but they said the bread there is amazing. Hmm. Listen, for a $50 steak, it better be amazing. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Outback Steakhouse, number three. Hmm. That's, that's the same brown oh, bread, right? Yeah, that's the brown bread. The original. Roots Outback Chris. Steakhouse, number three, on the best bread at chain restaurants. Tell us. Uh, Outback's complimentary honey wheat bread. Yeah, that's yum, it. Honey, honey wheat with the with the basic butter. Oh, yeah. Delicious, not just because, you, you know, you see a dark brown bread, you erroneously think, oh, this is healthy. It's not. <laughs> no, no, it's terrible for you. But, <laughs> but it's either that or the Bloomin' Onion, which is like, you know, 3,800 calories or something. Uh, you go with the bread, and then you get something that's like carbless. So, like, you carb up on, a, on that on brown bread. bread, and then you go for like an Alice, Alice Springs chicken or whatever. Well, and you go, oh, it's brown bread. It's got to be healthy. I do do that. It makes me feel better. Mm-hmm. It's not. <clears throat> no, you, you can tell it's like sugary and everything. Uh, number two is Red Lobster. Cheddar Biscuits. And I know Cheddar number Bays. one. Lambert's Cafe. Lambert's Home of the Throne. Yeah. No. Nope. Oh. So Red Lobster. Here's what they say. Most of the complimentary bread options on this list have been in the form of, well, bread. Red Lobster, obviously different. It's famous for the free Cheddar Bay Biscuits. Every entree comes with two of them. Mm. And people love them so much they'll even admit only going to Red Lobster because of the biscuits. But the the highest compliment is from this one person who said, I worked for Red Lobster for almost 14 years, and now and and and, and now I, I still have to have a biscuit or two every now and then. <laughs> Why is that telling? Because you don't work in a place for 14 years and not eventually become sick of everything on the menu unless it's that good. Hmm. Yeah. All right. I get it. And number one. Best complimentary bread, Rafe. TR, baby. Texas Roadhouse. Wow. Dang. Rightfully, just, just, justifiably so. Is there any Indian cuisine chains or anything like that? Because that non-bread should be some chain if there's one out there. Non-bread should be on this. Like the Indian bread? Yeah. Yeah, that is good. Yummy. Texas Roadhouse, number one. Square biscuits, too. The restaurant claims it bakes its rolls. Fresh every five minutes, which is, okay, awesome. But that's not why people rave about them. Uh, they rave about them because of the honey cinnamon butter that comes with them. That's the key. That is the key. That unlocks 
my horniness when I'm in Texas Roadhouse. Man, it's good. That's a place where I boxed up my steak before. <laughs> and I respect Texas Roadhouse because they don't try to be a Ruth's crit. Like, the steak's like 16 bucks, And it's, that's what yeah, it's but worth. they say it's good. It's not bad. Yeah, it's good. $16 steak. And it's like, great. It's fine. Or whatever. But it's like... Uh, as long as it's cooked right. As long yeah, as it's they, cooked to, like, I, mean, I don't want a medium them. rare. Just... They're in the case. They're, like, cooking them fresh. They're not microwaved or whatever. They're going on the grill. Fatty steak? You can get whatever you want. They have, like, a strip. You can get a... They have choices. They have, like, T-bones and... <clears throat> you know, it's very Texas. So they have all the steaks in the cabinet. Like, so you get to go and pick one out? But you can get them smothered and covered, which... That that does a lot of heavy lifting. Mm. You smother oh. them in, like, Monterey pepper jack cheese and, like, uh, well, you're really sautéed mushrooms. You're taking away from the actual steak. Which is what you might have to do. I'm so just saying, it's a sixteen dollars steak. So steak. I don't do that, man. I don't do. I don't do steak unless it's like, I mean, up there, up there. That's like a special thing. Yeah. I don't. First of all, I don't want to be eating that very often. But so when I do it, Same. it needs to knock my socks knock your socks off. off? Yeah, yeah, dude. That's why I don't usually. I usually get like they got a brisket chili that's decent, and then I'll just do because I'm I'm going in there to like just house these rolls. <laughs> Like a little chipmunk. Yeah. And I want to but, encourage you to also, if you're uh, about to get married, make sure your wife's a vegan because my wife isn't. And she loves steak. Oh, really? And that makes uh, dining different. Mm. Oh, does Experience it? Really, well, just... She's a carnivore. Yeah. But is the Texas Spencer? Roadhouse bread good without the butter? It looks like it would. It be. is really good. I mean, it's a very soft, like fresh baked, Bun. crispy on the outside. It's very soft in the middle. Melt in your mouth type, and they do. They're fresh. They're always hot and fresh. You don't ever get like a. Mm. They do a good job there. Let me ask you this: At home, when you're making rolls, do you do a biscuit? Do you do the frozen roll? Are we Pillsbury I've people? Never made rolls. I don't want to eat twist do open. Homemade? That's a fun one. No rolls, no biscuits. We do crescent rolls pretty often. Remember when everybody was baking bread during yeah. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. during the pandemic? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I tried. I'm like this pain in the ass. Hey, you know, what the, you know we what got a starter. Like? We haven't done it yet. You know what these look like? Texas Roadhouse bread rolls looks just like a Charlie's bread rolls. Looks like a damn Krispy Kreme. But but they up the game with the with the butter. Like yeah, I didn't know we had to say goodbye to old Charlie's today. All right, They're all gone. Said. That is pretty Rafe sad. for the in memoriam. Yeah, we got to say goodbye to old Charlie's. Goodbye, old Charlie's. Can't believe they hate us. Goodbye, O'Charlie's. Hello, Texas Roadhouse, because it looks like they took their roles and, <laughs> well, good and for just that. made them better. Uh, Comes out the winner. That's slander. Are we missing any? I think they, they covered it pretty good, Is this good, the right? place with the peanuts? Yeah, on the floor? Peanuts? Can't do that. They have peanut buckets now because I think there's enough lawsuits. There used to be uh, that was the peanut Colton pile, Steakhouse though. that Willie Nelson was part owner of. Used to... Still throw peanuts. They were the last place to throw peanuts on the floor, man. It was like whew, all that salt would get on the floor. And right. if you had on dress shoes, it was like oh, a skating rink. But that's yeah. what I remember this place from. Like every night they would have They to give you peanuts in a bucket and it rolls. And that all comes out before you've ever even talked to anybody. Right. But I'm just saying, like, before they stopped doing the things on the floor, this is the place. Well, you get to throw all your plates and I stuff on the so, floor, yeah. too, right? Just everything on the floor when you're done. <laughs> yeah, you sort That's down. how you clear your table. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm out. Just throw everything on the floor. Here, you pick this up. Can people? This is going to sound like an idiot question, but I don't care. People with peanut allergies, do they go into these places no. and no. balloon up? Or they, they can't come right? within 100 yards. They do have signs on the door. It's a battle. Oh, that's good. It's like people with peanut allergies, this abandon hope, all ye who enter. Like, even <laughs> it's on you. a yeah. peanut allergy? Like, if you smell a peanut, do some you people, break out? Some people do. Yeah. 
Some people can go airborne. Sad for those people, man. They don't oh, enjoy yeah. peanut yeah, butter. Yeah, missing out. Sorry. You don't get to be friends with Mr. Planter. All right, let's do this. All right, that's brought to you by Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill, St. Louis' home for blues hockey. From Belleville, Illinois, Josh Rainey is our Thank team. Josh. Yeah, Josh. Uh, Josh listens to the show every single day on his way to work, and he always looks forward to what the guys will get into every morning. He and his wife are big fans of the show and have been uh, dedicated followers of the show for many years. Loves our Rafes and King Scott's humor and hopes to meet Thanks. them someday soon. Nice. Not us, yeah. not us. This guy is awesome. Uh, Josh appreciates the banter between the crew and all the games that are played as well. He also loves Learn's edition of the show, along with Riz and Moon's bluntness. Oh, nice. He wouldn't start his day any other way than with the Riz Show gang. Well, thank you, Josh. Yeah. Josh Rainey from Belleville is our Teamers member of the day. You get super sweet Teamers member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Hey, Riz here for locally owned and family owned Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers in business since 1976 and their team of 600 plus expert tire and automotive service techs who live in the communities where they work. The team at Dobbs stands ready to service whatever vehicle you drive. Your car, your light truck, your van, your SUV, your hybrid, and EV to help you choose the tires you want and need sold at the lowest price in town, guaranteed. Make sure to check out Dobbs' money-saving New Year January deals on tires and service at GoToDobbs.com and drive into any of Dobbs' 43 convenience store locations for service and savings today. Happy 2024 from your friends at Dobbs. The real deal for real deals since 1976. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's been uh, it's been nice the past couple of days. Uh, anybody spend time outside yesterday? Okay. Out on the deck yesterday? Okay. Oh, you don't have a deck. Your neighbor's got a deck, and you got deck envy. Or the deck you have is in disrepair. God forbid you walk barefoot out there, you're going to get a splinter. I know when we moved into our house, uh, the deck was... It was in disrepair. And the Colchesterville Fence deck, we did a, a complete teardown. And then we rebuilt a new deck, including underdecking. Chesterfield Fence Deck been in business for 56 years. St. Louis's top name in home improvement, quality, and professionalism. That's what they put first in every single thing they do. Offering those fences and those decks and screen rooms, uh, patios, retaining walls, and windows. All the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. And if you mention the Riz Show this month, you'll get 20% off your next installed outdoor project. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? It's been uh, it's been nice the past couple of days. Uh, anybody spend time outside yesterday? Okay. Out on the deck yesterday? Okay. Oh, you don't have a deck. Your neighbor's got a deck, and you got deck envy. Or the deck you have is in disrepair. God forbid you walk barefoot out there, you're going to get a splinter. I know when we moved into our house, uh, the deck was... It was in disrepair, and the Colchesterville Fence Deck, we did a, a complete teardown, and then we rebuilt a new deck, including underdecking. Chesterfield Fence Deck, been in business for 56 years. St. Louis's top name in home improvement, quality and professionalism, that's what they put first in every single thing they do. 
offering those fences and those decks and screen rooms, uh, patios, retaining walls, and windows. All the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. And if you mention the Red Show this month, you'll get 20% off your next installed outdoor project. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? This is Marlon Wayans, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. Happy birthday, Riz, you old f***. All right, welcome back to the program. Phone number 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. The Mick Ultra Studio Cams. 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. The socials at R-I-Z-Z. Show your emails. RizShow, 1057thepoint.com. We'll talk to Chris Kerber later. Uh, we got time. We'll give away surprises. we got crap on celebrities here in just a moment. Born on birthday. All that fun stuff. So, I don't know if you heard the big news yesterday in the uh, sports television world. But the tease was the sports viewing world might be turned upside down. So, yesterday, ESPN, Fox, and Warner Brothers Discovery announced <clears throat> the creation of a joint streaming venture. So starting this fall, and I'm not sure what this is going to be called, but all the networks will offer a package for cord cutters to stream NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, NASCAR, UFC, college sports, and other events. Wow. So everything those networks have will be on the streaming service. And it's going to be called sports. Yeah, and they're not... not yeah, they're not saying what it's going to be called yet or how much it's going to cost, but it's going to be this fall. How much would you pay for that? Because I pay for a couple a la carte things. I pay for, uh, well, I pay for Peacock only for the Premier League, but uh, I've had, so I pay for the MLS season pass on Apple TV+. Plus. I mean, you add it all up, I'm probably in the range of 100 bucks. For extras, just yeah. for just just for sports. So the service will feature ESPN, ESPN Two, ESPNU, the SEC Network, the ACC Network, ESPN News, ABC, Fox, FS One, FS Two, Big Ten Network, TNT, TBS, True TV, and Disney's ESPN Plus. Is there blackouts uh, on that? By though? the way, hundred bucks baseball? a year, not a hundred, not hundred bucks a month for me. Hundred bucks a year. Yeah. Will they blackout baseball still? I don't know. I know, but not included. By the way, is all CBS stuff. Which and is and and the Super Bowl, which is some extras. They do NASCAR. Well, stuff. they do AFC, you know, AFC conference games. But oh, that's okay. free, right? So CBS is free. So if you got just basic oh, channels, right, right, right. Yeah, you're not missing it. You're not missing it. This is yeah, the, but this you won't get out. Well, I guess maybe here in St. Louis, you're not going to get all the AFC games. Like they'll do some exclusive. Things like they've done in the past where you can only get the game through Peacock, maybe, or, or they would do So not included, like that still? Paramount's Global's, uh, Paramount Global CBS Sports, which carries most NFL AFC conference games, and Comcast, <laughs> whose NBC network airs Sunday Night Football, and owns the number two cable system. Both already stream their NFL games on Peacock and Paramount+. Plus. Well, <laughs> these new, you know, so you're not going to get Sunday Night Football. What is cable going to do? Well... Die? This this is you know the the question is will cable TV systems suffer, and the article I read from USA Today says most definitely the ability to stream major sports all in one place knocks down one of the last major pillars mm-hmm. of cable, removing one of the last reasons to pay steep monthly fees. 
to buy a package of channels that many subscribers don't watch. Yeah, because the con the creative content for channels autonomy is already going to the Netflixes and all these streaming services that have better content. And it has nothing to do with sports. It's just creative endeavors with movies and, and seeing your favorite things. Well, already. so why pay for cable if you're only watching it for, like, blues hockey? Yeah, exactly. And you get Netflix and you get Hulu and you get all the other stuff. It, this is kind of, and I hate to go here, but this is going to create a classist system. I mean, the reason people have cable still is because maybe they don't have the funds to be streaming and getting subscription packages like You still have to pay a lot can. of money for cable. Yeah, I understand oh, that. Dude. But my, it's my dad is like, you know, old school. He doesn't want to give up whatever he thinks he yeah. has, which is the worst deal ever. Dude had a landline, was paying for that. He's probably paying two hundred something dollars for cable a month. A month, right. And using, what, four channels? Sure. No, I, I understand, but I, I when you start adding up all the different streaming services and platforms you have, I don't know if it is necessarily cheaper if you um, start... It, yeah, it definitely... When I cut the cord in, like, 2005 uh, or six, it was super early. Mm -hmm. Like, super early. And there was only a few things I could get, but it saved me probably 200 bucks a month. Because yeah. I, I, think I, I think I checked out... I had the phone line, I had the cable, I had all that stuff, and it was like 180 or 200 bucks a month, and I went down to, like... 30. Well, this is a, this is a game changer. Yeah, and it's and it's raised up since. Now I'm in the hundreds. Rope in your uh, your um internet costs though cuz you can't stream without your internet subscription too. So, like I pay 80 bucks a month I think through AT&T. Right. That on top of the I have Netflix, Hulu, um Peacock. Right. I mean, I'm still getting up there to $200. But that's not strictly my my entertainment. That's for that's for work as well and I and I I swap that out of my head for the what I was used to pay for a, a I phone see what line. You're saying. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. now, like, cable versus cable, you know, cable versus a la carte, whatever you want to call it, the price, the prices are raising, and it's going to be about the same, but at least I'm getting what I want. Well, I don't have a price on this. Again, it's going to start this fall. I don't know a name. At least I'm getting what I want, and I can change it at any time. I can I can say, you know what? Yeah. I need to save some money. So what we did, like, my son hates me for this, but we cut Hulu for, for the moment. Like, so we don't have Hulu. We don't have... I think we're down like two or three services. Doesn't it feel good to do that? Oh yeah, yeah it's like, great. Oh, yeah, I haven't watched anything on that station. Like, and that's Apple what I mean. Plus, I haven't seen anything. That's in what we probably do. Months, so I got rid of that. Exactly. Like, we we cut Showtime. Awesome. Like, and, and that's that's the control of it that I've taken back. Even if it costs me the same uh, for the for the cable package that I would be getting, at this point I can just like I can shave it. It's I can seasonal. shave it down. Yeah, yeah we I cut can enough. Shave it down. I wonder how because we were doing our budget last week and then. We saw some stuff we haven't used in yeah, get a while, it. and it's uh, it was like a little over a hundred bucks we're saving a month now. That's great. Yeah, it's more great. money for cocaine. But I, but you know what? <laughs> the streaming platforms are going to get smart to that because as people are, have. I know, and they're saying, okay, now you have to do a six month yeah. subscription rather than a month to month. And I, I mean, I, that's gonna yeah, be they'll off, all figure you know? out a way to screw us. Uh, now I don't know <laughs> if this is the biggest giveaway in the history of Super Bowl ad promotions, but this is pretty big. You see what DoorDash is doing? Oh yeah, DoorDash wants to give one lucky person one of everything being advertised during the Super Bowl on Sunday. You can win three cars. Whoa. Yeah. That's crazy. So they've already started a list of prizes, and it just keeps growing. So far, so one person's going to win a BMW i5 M60 electric vehicle, a key EV9 SUV, an as-yet-to-be-announced Volkswagen, a Clydesdale horse saddle, <laughs> 1,000 Popeye's wings, Wow. 80 drumstick ice cream cones, a 30-pound bucket of mayonnaise, 288 packages of peanut butter M&Ms, 60 oh. bottles of Mountain Dew Baja Blast. You can keep that. A FanDuel Kick of Destiny helmet. Now, to win, you actually have to, quote-unquote, crack the code in the actual DoorDash ad and then enter it at the website doordash-all-the-ads.com. Oh, my gosh. What? Yeah. I do like this song you're singing, though. <laughs> we'll put it on the blog. We'll put it on the blog. But, uh, 
Here's the ad for I mean, that's a lot of stuff. Three cars. DoorDash can DoorDash pretty much anything. So this year during football's biggest event, DoorDash will DoorDash stuff from all the ads. All to one winner. Is that Morpheus? Yep. That does sound like, sound him. like him. Mr. Fishburne. Nice ah, Morpheus. All the snacks. Every automobile. On tax service. And who knows what else? We uh, haven't fully thought this thing through yet. Just look for the promo code on the big day for a chance to win it all. DoorDashAllTheAds.com. Rafe, 30 pounds of mayonnaise. You are the one. Sounds good. Neil. Sounds good. Yep. All right, I'll win that too. Yeah, there's yeah, a few things. Crack the code, there's there's, there's a, a few things salad. I would send back. Be a backseat. Would you just take the cash equivalent of that one? <laughs> oh man, that'd be cool. What is the you cash have to buy like a second property uh, to store know. everything? Now, what about the taxes on all this stuff? Ah, <laughs> uh, good call. Mm. Yeah, remember you get a car, you get a car, you get a car, Oprah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get a tax bill too. Well, that's how it works. That's okay. <laughs> hey man, all the good comes with a little bad. Sure, that's fine. All right, today is February 7th. Back in the day, 75 years ago, 1949, Joe DiMaggio becomes the first $100,000 a year baseball player in the New York Yankees. You know what the average salary in baseball is now? Six hundred and no, 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 not the million. minimum, the average. Average. Oh. Because uh, some of those are two. I'll say 1.7. No. Two million. No. Oh. That's, not, that's not a bad guess. Uh, Six. No. Four. Three. Uh, 50 years ago today, 1974, Blazing Saddles was released. It's on Netflix right now. Blazing Saddles? Yeah. Mel Brooks in four different roles, Harvey Corman in three roles, Gene Wilder as the Waco Kid, and Cleavon Little as Barth (laughs) the Kick-Ass Black Sheriff of Rockridge. I find that movie offensive because it makes fun of racist. Mm. Where are all the white women at? (laughs) Where are all the white women at? Uh, 1981, 43 years ago today, Cool in the Gang's Celebration. It's number one. 36 years ago, 1988, America's Most Wanted premieres. 30 years ago, 1994, Michael Jordan signs with the Chicago White Sox. So <laughs> weird. <laughs> I still have that card, his baseball card. It's a cool card. That blew my mind when that happened. Well, you know what the rumor was? That it was, he really got kicked out of the NBA for gambling mm. or like suspended. Okay. And that was dispelled in the last dance. I think he talked about it. Like, that's not true. I don't think he'd admit it if it was. I don't think he'd admit it either. <laughs> he was such a bankable. I mean, he changed everything. That's why I'll never understand the compare. Michael Jordan was Elvis of basketball. Like, they'll never be. A... He changed the way people perceived that sport, product, everything about it. He was such a huge brand for them I that I couldn't. They would never come out. And suspend him straight out. They were probably like, hey, dude, you got to figure something out. Go say, go play baseball, whatever. Yeah. Do something crazy. But don't make us come out and say that you gambled on the sport and we got to Pete Rose your ass for the rest. Yeah. So I would destroy destroy the brand. Yeah. I don't think they would ever come out and say that. That's, have you ever heard that rumor, Lauren? No. That he, because he's a big gambler and he still is a big gambler. Yeah, he'd bet, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars on a, on a hole in golf, you know, playing with people. Uh, and they say he was betting on the game, and what you can't do when you're playing. Sure. That's what happened to Pete Rose, too, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, Pete Rose. Banned although, for life. Although, 
Pete was never accused of gambling on anything that he was playing. He said right. he never bet on his own games. Wait, yeah. I think he didn't bet against his yeah, team. Yeah, he always bet. I think he bet for on the team. Reds. Yeah, I think he, never he did bet, bet against him. He bet on, but he bet on himself. And I think he bet on the Reds when he was a manager. Ah. Not a player. Uh, 24 years ago in the year 2000, uh, tragedy struck when 698-pound Latino rapper Big Pun died of a massive coronary. Uh, at the time of his death, Big Pun's heart was four times the normal size. You like that Incubus remix of Not a Player? Still Not a Player? Yeah, yeah it's, it's great. Love that song. Up in the hot tub. That's all I know. And uh, 12 years ago today in 2012, Van Halen releases their 12th album, A Different Kind of Truth. That's, That's the, the one, one that everybody that Wolfie wants out. <laughs> yeah, nobody else Wolfie does. wants it out because he's on it, and everybody else in Van Halen was like, please ah, no. We should never release this. All right, that's what happened back in the day. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. And it's brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best. Flush the rest. Brighthouseco.com. 636-600-0188. ACDC have started teasing what's expected to be a world tour. The band's Instagram account posted a video that features their logo and Are You Ready? from their album in 1990. Oh, I'm ready. The Razor's Edge. This would be their first tour in eight years. Rumors started circulating since they played the Power Trip Festival in Indio, California last year and reportedly based Cliff Williams, who played with the band at the festival, decided to stay retired. Um, there's there's some talk about, will Phil Rudd, the drummer, be back in the band? He had taken off some time because his uh, girlfriend um, Well, also, wasn't cancer. he accused of murder? Murder? <laughs> Almost. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> over with, though. He served time for that, and that's all over. Yeah, you're um, right, Scott. It happens. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> but um, this will be, I hope this happens, and I hope they come back to St. Louis. The Black Ice Tour from 2009 oh, was the last great. time they were here, and it was so good. With the big train, the train goes oh, through, yeah. the, through the set. Yep. Dude, I, it was so good. It was so cool. I saw, that, I saw two shows on that tour. I just saw the one, but it was so surreal to me to see Angus Young in the flesh with this outfit on and just, I don't know. They're just an iconic Any interest in uh, seeing uh, ACDC Moon? Uh, yeah, I do. World's uh, best bar band. It's true. Yeah, I mean, it's That's such... That's what ACDC is. I feel like there's such a unique act because it really is like... Uh, I mean, wasn't that the, the, the best-selling record of all time for... Back in Black? Yeah. And it's yeah, it's, it's so. like it's the best three-chord band five. of all time. And, and you can't... You can't not oh, like ACDC, so and I do. I do want to kind of just experience whatever that is. They're a oh, pyro Brian Johnson band. sounds so good. He does oh, sound really dude. good. For those they're, about to rock, they're the a pyro band with the cannon. Pyro they're a pyro band. band. Oh, pyro, yeah. And that's kind of what I what I envision. I envision them. It's like Kiss without the shtick. It is. Yeah, they're still a little shtick, you know. Angus Young in the schoolboy outfit, and yeah, yeah, yeah. You but know, doing the. But that's kind of like... around and the, the, you know, the duck walk and all that stuff. Oh, man. I've, I, it's cool. I, I want to cool see band. it. I want to see it. John Bon Jovi has three kids. He has four kids, three of whom are getting married this year. <laughs> kind of nuts. And he says he's written the ultimate wedding song for his daughter. His daughter Stephanie is getting married. And uh, he wrote a song called Kiss the Bride. And he says, I promise you it's the wedding song of the next 100 years. Bon Jovi will release a new album this year. It will include that song as well as Legendary, which John performed last Friday in L.A. during the ceremony, honoring him as Music Care's Person of the Year. What is the wedding song? The the modern For what song. part? 
Like Wait. a dance, father bride dance. Is this? Is, did he write a like father daughter dance song? I I don't know if this is. This I is? haven't heard it. It's Kiss the butterfly bride. kisses, dude. Yeah, butterfly kisses had a good run, dude. What about <laughs> daughters? Daughters song. by John Mayer. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, brief run. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any of that at my wedding. I I mean, our playlist was curated. Uh, every song was just meticulously picked out for the for the ceremony. Did my friend have, Natalie played piano. Like, do not. A do not playlist. Uh, well, yes. Do you have a DJ or Ben? We had our friend Tony Colombo was our DJ, and we did have a live uh, performer, Perry Woods, who's the local guitarist, played at our reception, and, and my friend Natalie played piano at our ceremony. But I, I walked down the aisle to Foo Fighters Everlong, and then after Tim and I got married, the, she played the theme from The Office because we were Jim and Pam. But did you not have? <laughs> did you have like like do not play the electric slide? Uh, do no, not play the chicken dance. No, I. I don't remember if we did. Tim was kind of in charge of the reception playlist because he really wa- that was the thing he really wanted to be a part of. So I was like, just run with it. And I had my requests. Um, but no, I don't I, I don't think nothing was played. The best part of my wedding was the last song of the night. Everybody is hammered. I didn't take my veil off the whole night. Like I was completely decked out. And my friends and I, we all sing Bohemian Rhapsody, but we do the uh, vulgar version of it. Mm-hmm. And we just it was a huge grouping of friends on the dance floor singing Bohemian Rhapsody, top of our lungs, and that closed out the night. It was so good. Yeah, it sounds like fun. Cool. I don't know. Yeah, you I guys walked like... out to the office, Steve? Uh-huh. That's pretty adorable, I don't actually. like weddings where the you know, bride and groom are like, well, you better not play the electric slide. Right. You better not play, you know, Macarena. You better not play the chicken dance. People Do not have I think the chicken songs. dance I said no to. People love that stuff. That's but, good. That that gets people on the dance floor. I know. Well, people, people danced at my wedding, man. I mean, I was out there the whole time. So it, no, but there was no excuse. Everybody had to get out there. Mm. So anyway, my friend got married this year and brought Vance Kelly and the Backdoor Screamers or whatever down from Kingston Mines Blues Bar in Chicago, and that might have been the most dancing I've ever seen at any wedding. Really? It, really? They ripped, dude. That's I cool. mean, this is like a old school Chicago blues band that plays at Kingston Mines every single night. They came down. Every song was just a banger. Mm. And I was like, this is how you do it right here. Don't need no chicken dance if you got Vance Kelly. Mm. Just saying. Well, Snoop Dogg was also played at my wedding, and he and Master P are suing Walmart and Post Brands after accusing the retailer and food maker of underhanded dealing and diabolical actions, diabolical actions in connection to allegedly sabotaging Snoop's delicious cereal brand. Brodus Foods claimed that after it struck a partnership with Post, the makers of Grape Nuts and Pebbles, that they went behind the scenes to ensure that Snoop's cereal would not be available to customers. Why? Now, attorney Benjamin Crump said the action took place as retaliation for Snoop and Master P not selling their company to Post. And the suit says Post essentially worked with Walmart to ensure that none of the boxes of Snoop cereal would ever appear on store shelves. In a statement, Walmart said that they value their relationships with their suppliers, and we have a strong history of supporting entrepreneurs. Many factors affect the sales of any given product, including customer demand, seasonality, and price, just to name a few. So, so wait, so so Post bought the license? It appears, no. Oh, okay. Brodus Foods claimed after it struck a partnership deal with Post that they went behind the scenes to make it not available I to customers. How, I mean, so they, it's almost like they bought it. Yeah, I wonder what they did. And then to they shelve like, it. To shelve it. Yeah. I mean, to, yeah, which is business. Not to, to shelve it. To park it. Yeah, yeah to park it. To, so they wouldn't compete with their own stuff. Right. Whether that's the reason or not. Right. I don't know, man. Like uh, when I was when I was drinking beer, my favorite beer in uh, in Ireland, 
was about to come over to the States. I was so excited. And a particular States beer maker bought the license off of the Canadian company that had it and shelved it intentionally because they were going to launch their Irish beer. Yeah, and that they didn't happens all the time. And it was the, it was the worst. Mm. But that's business. I know, but, I mean, I feel bad. Like, people love Snoop and... You know, you think yeah, you're getting in business sure to do something great. Yeah, Curating but writing the cereal himself. <laughs> and yeah, I think it would have done well. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a business. Give me my Snoopios. I don't like I don't like businesses that buy other businesses to take them out whenever I don't know. Like I I guess this is their it's Snoop's bad for doing a bad business deal. Is what we're saying here. Yeah, and you got to know who you're dealing, dealing with. If you're dealing with the giants like that, that's what they do. Yeah, I wonder. so you got to sell to a group that truly wants to Promote your uh, brand. Yeah. yeah. And they actually don't care about having every dollar Maybe so. on the planet. This is, the, yeah, but I mean, this is their lines. I don't know any, we don't know any more details sure. about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Taylor Swift's lawyers are threatening to sue a college student from Florida who runs a social media account to track celebrity private jets, calling it stalking and harassing behavior. Now, according to a report in the Washington Post, this kid named Jack Sweeney received a cease and desist letter from Swift's attorneys in December, warning that they would have no choice but to pursue any and all legal remedies. Is this the kid that was doing this with Elon Musk, too? Yeah, I kind of feel like this happened already. No, this is a different different kid. No, this, so this guy is accused of causing... Taylor Swift and her family direct and irreparable harm. Sweeney runs social media accounts that track flights of celebrities ranging from Kim Kardashian to Donald Trump. In 2022, he was banned from Twitter after he posted such info about Elon Ah, Musk. Okay, same kid. And he has defended his work. He says this information is already out there. It's FAA. That's the the system. Her team thinks that they can control the world. And Taylor has a long history with stalkers in her life. So obviously this is a much larger grand scale of stalking. But still, I mean, it's creepy as hell. Sure, again, it's it's readily available information. Is it though? I see both sides. I don't know how to get that information. How do you get that information? Literally, it's public information. Uh, You got to know, you know, tail numbers and stuff like that. You got to know about the planes. But... uh, I think it may be Taylor's people trying to knock down the information that she flies everywhere. Yeah, and, because she... And the environmentalist in Taylor. <laughs> yeah, she came well, that's, She that came under up. heavy, heavy, heavy fire because of all the, the planes because they were tracking, like, carbon footprint. That was, like, the original, yeah, I yeah. think, ideas behind it. Now, I think she has scaled back. I think she sold her planes, right? Or or, or something. No, like, she only flies, like, twice a day now. Or no, no, no. I'm, I'm serious. Like, she and somebody else, like, after they caught a lot of heat from that, did sell planes. So, like, credit there uh, to, to reduce the, the carbon footprint. But this is public information. I can see it being... No, I don't know if she... Because I, I don't know. I read yesterday. She still obviously has her plane. And people are not giving her heat for going to Japan. Mm-hmm. She's flying to Japan for a, for a concert. Yeah. And then flying immediately back to L.A. or Vegas to yeah, go watch sucks. the Super Bowl. It sucks. But I, as somebody who cares about the environment, I, I just know that celebrities aren't going to—they're not going to fly commercial. That, that that's up. We have to go somewhere else with our efforts. You can't right. expect these people. Well, they walk the talk sure. in other ways. I and see that's her cool. concern. I really see her concern, but, and that's and that's scary. But that's like that's the law. You can't have to. If you want to change something, you don't go after this kid and, and like. Threaten him, you know what I mean? Like that's I don't think that suit's gonna go anywhere. Yeah, but should he have been banned from Twitter too? I mean, let's talk about Elon. They let him back on though. No, they let him back on. I think it's it's very it's a bummer that she's in like you know a celebrity could be in that situation, but it's healthy for us to have this ability to track you know politicians and all that kind of stuff, see what they're doing, see where they're they're going. Yeah. Courtney Love has been offered fifty grand to take a filmed lie detector test over Kurt Cobain's death. This author named Ian. Halperin is putting up the offer on the table after Cobain. Oh, that guy's written a lot of. Yeah, is this a, 
the name looked familiar. I didn't look up his books. Like, does he do rock biographies? Oh, yeah. A lot. Yeah. He told the U.S. Uh, son, I want to update my offer. If Courtney agrees to take the test and passes, she gets her choice. Um, so he's he's upping it to $50,000. I don't know if she's going to take it. I I think this is disrespectful, honestly. I know that that rumor is still out there. Did Kurt, Courtney kill Kurt? And that's a big conspiracy theory out of the 90s. I remember reading books about it right after he died. And I don't know. I just think that it's been so long well, ago. Well, he wrote a book called Who Killed Kurt Cobain? There you go. So he's been following this for a while. I just think it's rude. I mean, it's the mother of Kurt Cobain's child. Like, why would you? And, and I don't know. I mean, did, do you think she killed him? No. No. And Courtney. I mean, think about not even the kid. Just like she lost her husband. Right. Leave the woman depression alone. Depression and suicide. Like, yeah, leave, leave, leave her alone. Leave her alone. Leave and has alone. been using 30 years of having to defend herself. 100%. Um, the Confluence Music Festival was announced at Worldwide Technology Raceway. It's going to coincide along with the Illinois 300 presented by Ticket Smarter NASCAR Cup Series. It'll happen June 1st and 2nd. Luda is headlining the night. How about that? Ludacris. And uh, Riley Green will be there. Adam Wainwright, Big and Rich, Gretchen Wilson, Cowboy Troy. Adam Wainwright? Adam, Adam Wainwright. That's awesome. He's third billing on this thing. So. Who's, who's Riley Green? Uh, Can I imagine a country artist? Sounds familiar. You can go to confluencefestival.com. Well, that's awesome. Congratulations, everybody at the track. That's a, that's a great lineup. Uh, Rafe alerted me Chris to this this morning. SNL's Bowen Yang turned to Instagram to shame Lauren Michaels and other staffers for welcoming uh, Republican presidential hopeful Nikki Haley to the show with open arms. The comic posted a photo of bouquet of flowers with rows of fancy bottled water and a note that said, Ambassador Haley, welcome to Studio 8H from Lauren and everyone at STL. Yang shut things down with a snarky remark. He just said everyone with a smiley face. And then he deleted all of his content except for six photos that are just from his personal life and everything from SNL content is deleted yeah, from yesterday, Instagram. I think. So what does that mean? No, no. Well, with Shane Gillis coming back this week, it was kind of embroiled in the whole... Bowen Yang was and Shane got hired at the same time and all of Shane's comments were kind of anti-Asian and they fired Shane. So I wonder if there's like been a series... Could be... There's a lot of speculation right now, but yeah. it's like, that's a really weird timing thing. Right. Maybe it's just a thing. Maybe it's a quiet protest. <clears throat> He's like, I don't want to promote this show on my page because they don't they don't have my back. Right. Or maybe, you know, there may be fallout coming. Who knows? I love him on SNL, though. He's very funny. It's a... I think there's been a couple instances where he's pushed back on some people they've welcomed on the show. Mm. So we'll see. Um, one more thing before we get to the uh, Super Bowl ads. The cast of SpongeBob SquarePants will be announcing the Super Bowl live from Bikini Bottom alongside commentators Noah Eagle and Nate Burleson on Nickelodeon. So if you got kiddos, you're trying to get them interested in the Super Bowl, that might be an option for you for them to watch. And finally, the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers are headed to Vegas on February 11th for Super Bowl 58. One of the highlights of the big game are, of course, those commercials. And so we have some snippets of some of the commercials you're going to see come Sunday. Okay. Um, so this first one is Coors Light featuring Lainey Wilson and LL Cool J. This is the Chill Train clip. All right, a little bit of uh He's here. Coors Light. Anyone want a Coors Light? Light? Who is this? Lainey, Lainey Wilson. Wilson. Oh, my. Oh, shoot. I forgot to play the song. Do you like seeing the commercials before the Super Bowl? Or would you like to be surprised? I like on to Super be Bowl surprised. 
I only watched one of these that I'm sharing with everybody. All right, what's the next one? Next one is T-Mobile featuring our beloved Jason Momoa, Zach Braff, and Donald Faison. Uh, this is that T-Mobile home internet feeling. Okay. What a feeling. Momoa, flash dance. I sound like, I like King that. Scott in the beginning there. Yeah. Do that again. King Scott. Yeah, the Super Bowl. Dude, can't good, wait to check my bank account you, to make dude. sure. Mm, see if that's legit. It's more for exposure, really. I don't think oh. you're going to get paid for that. <laughs> Oiko's Yogurt featuring Martin Lawrence and Shannon Sharp. You're right. Came in too hot. Told you I was right. Should we call a tow truck? A tow truck? Man, you built like a tow truck. Just right. go. That sounds uh, like King Scott, okay. too. I'll tell yeah. you what. I love tow trucks. <laughs> Paramount <laughs> Plus will feature Sir Pat- Patrick Stewart, Drew Barrymore, and Tua Dagalikova. Yep, there you nailed it. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't get that thing up there. If it were a football, I'd be able to reach the top. Yeah. Well, yeah, what about one. a football-shaped head? We throw the child. Gutsy call, sir. Smart thinking. What? No, that's dumb thinking. You can't throw a child. Okay. Then, uh, take a look a little of, uh, I like that. Hellman's will feature Kate McKinnon with the Mayo Cat. Okay. Leftover chicken, scallions, cheese. What am I going to make with this? Mayo. Mayo. Hellman's. You can talk. Mayo Cat. I love her. Mm. Budweiser will be Super Bowl 58 Big Spot with old school delivery. Major highways are currently closed. You've got to be kidding me. Hey. <laughs> Let's do it the old school way. All right. Clydesdales? Clydesdales. All right. And I d- there's no audio for this one, but if you're a Rachel and Ross fan from Friends, there's a great David Schwimmer and Jennifer Aniston Uber Eats ad that's coming out. That's already up. You can see all of these commercials if you want to. Uh, we have all of them at 1057thepoint.com with our blog, and that is your crap on celebrities. Celebrities celebrating a birthday today. Tina Majorino from uh, Napoleon Dynamite. That's Deb, Napoleon mm. Dynamite. Also in Scorpion and Veronica Mars, she's 39. Ashton Kutcher is 46. Steve Nash, NBA Hall of Famer, uh, is 50. Chris Rock is 59. Garth Brooks. Whoa. Whoa. Garth Brooks. (laughs) Is 62. Happy birthday, Garth. All right, Garth Brooks. (laughs) I love you, man. Eddie Izzard is 62 as well. James Spader is 64. And Robert Smigel, Triumph Ah, the Insults comic dog. Is 64 years old. I'll say uh, happy birthday to my wife. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. (laughs) 45 years old today. Uh, Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Stephanie Swift. And today's birthday girl has been in 523 fine films, including Two Wongs Make a White. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I just heard it. Wow. Two Wongs Make a, a Right? Two Wongs Make a White. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> Must yeah. see him in the movie. Yeah. Uh, she was in the bang over. Somebody the... really was proud of themselves yeah. when they came up with that one. Oh, yeah. 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 You said it's Taylor. What's her last name? Stephanie uh, Swift. She's oh, of Stephanie no Swift. relation. Okay. Uh, the Bear Bitch Project and uh, a movie called Clam Smackers. Uh, Scott's favorite, Face Jam. Mm. <laughs> it's a great classic. Jam! Uh, the Horny Hiker. She was in Night in Shining Panties. Meatless in Seattle. Meatless in Seattle. You say, say Seattle. Seattle. Say Seattle. Yes. Yeah. Meatless in Seattle. Uh, in a movie called Potty Mouth. Sound like Wadney. 
And who could get a role in 2009's You've Got a Mother Thing Coming 3? Hello, Ted. And how is that spelled? Is that... Uh, I'm not okay. spell it. Stephanie Swift is 52 years old. That's porno birthday. Those are your crappy birthdays. And that was your crap on celebrities. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. And uh, we got some of your emails. Those are stacking up. We haven't gotten to those uh, in a couple of days. But your email. Attention, Riz Show fans and weirdos. Let me tell you about Woods Basement Systems. The all things basement experts. Right now, you can get a free estimate at moonloveswoods.com. Because spring is here, and that means rain and wet-soaked ground all around your house. If your basement has musty smells, damp walls, signs of mold or mildew, maybe even standing water in your basement after a rainstorm, you gotta call Woods today. Wet and leaky basements do not get better with time, they get better with Woods. Remember, I had that incredibly difficult front porch situation that looked bad and was a total safety hazard and Woods Basement Systems helped me fix that for good. Not only did they level the entire slab of concrete, but they installed piers to make sure that the job was done right. For the long term. They can fix your settling driveways and so much more. The basement waterproofing, the foundation repair, egress windows. Go to moonloveswoods.com for a free estimate today. Don't wait any longer. Prevent further damage. Remember, the problems won't get better with time. They'll get better with Woods because the problem will be fixed forever. It's the all things basement experts at Woods Basement Systems. Get that free estimate at moonloveswoods.com. Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Center, St. Louis's first choice for quality tires and expert auto service. You may not know this, but Dobbs is a local company in business since 1976, and the team includes not only the Dobbs family, but also more than 600-plus expert tire and automotive service techs who work at Dobbs' 43 convenient store locations. Check out Dobbs' early Memorial Day deals at go2dobbs.com. You'll find deals you could use, money saver coupons to help you save while getting your family vehicle ready for hot weather driving, including the long road trips many of us will be taking, starting with the Memorial Day holiday weekend and throughout the long, hot summer. Choose Dobbs to keep your family's vehicles in top-running condition. And remember, at Dobbs, with 43 store locations, convenience is the name of the game. You'll be in, up, fixed, and out same day. Click on go2dobbs.com and save with Dobbs May Deals today. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So next. Hello, this is Emo Phillips, and you're listening to the Rizzuto Show. So don't touch that dial. Because it reminds me of my grandmother's left nipple. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, now, if you think about it, if you think about it, is it a little strange that we apply deodorant, but only to a couple small areas? What? what? Do you ever feel like you need more coverage, like maybe a lot more coverage? Like you're, you got big old wide pits? What are we talking know, about right we, now? You know, we put you know, deodorant under our pits. And that's, that's basically it. I've been hearing ads for like, deo- like crotch wipes. This is what I want to talk about. Okay. There are some products out there that are, quote, whole body deodorants. Yeah. This is a new thing, and apparently they're they're catching on. 
searches for body deodorant have increased 20, uh, 27% since last year. And the hashtag full body deodorant uh, thing on TikTok has more than 23 million views. Full body deodorant now. I saw a commercial for it. It's like a woman right. spraying her belly and being like, sometimes you stink other places. And I'm yeah. like, what? <laughs> One expert says we're finding. Come on, man. Yeah, no, seriously. We, yeah, but I'm just saying we know where we stink. Like these people are just trying to sell more stuff for yeah. the people that think they have something to hide. One but expert I- says we're finding that that people are struggling <laughs> with body odor in general. Men, they're focused around their chest and private areas, but for yeah. women, it's under bras. Yeah, dude, our, all of our butts are smelling, and people. I like the direct campaign. Hey, your butt smells. <laughs> smelly butt. Buy this spray because yeah, you guys spray that ass. That's real. Huh? Spray that ass. Yeah. You know, and it's all right. Yeah. When I go to the gym, there's community deodorant spray that you can spray wherever you want. I haven't done it yet, but I just might. But it's there. Yeah. And you can spray it everywhere. Damn, that's the last community I want to join. This is high end. That is the last community item I want at the gym is the community deodorant. You know, I'm good well, it's on like a spray. that. I have I that in the care. men's locker room, too. They've been selling a, uh, a full body deodorant for quite some time. It's known as soap. Yeah. Yes. Like, if you keep yourself clean. And wasn't that X? Welcome to Grandpa's whole, Corner. Uh, I'm just saying, man. Like, I, dude, yeah. listen. Uh, first of all, and I, I'm not talking about you guys. I'm not talking about you guys. But I'm just saying, like, typically, if I encounter somebody that is axing all, you know, head yeah, to toe. That's uh-huh. what they used to mm-hmm. do. They're in high school. My first thought is, like, you, you're hiding something. Like, you know, like, you're you're caught up in knowing that you stink and there's something that you're <laughs> yeah, it's like. It's the house with candles going all the time. It's a compensation. Yeah, it's a compensation thing, t- typically. Or, like, like and like Riz said, like, it's an 18-year-old that's just going overboard. It hasn't figured out, like, yeah. the balance yet. You're just really looking for the balance. I got a Manscaped trimmer. Yeah. I think they sponsored the pod or something like that. Yeah, I got one of those, too. And it comes with a little thing called, I haven't used it, but it's called Crop Preserver. Yeah, yeah, I got I that, too. I think it's just for your undercarriage. Crot? Crotch. Crop. Crop, pres- oh, crop, yeah, crop, crop preserver, preserver, like crop dusting. In the in the, uh, <laughs> in the little uh, black bottle. Yeah, black it came and then I when I opened it, I, it just looks like lotion, and I smelled it. And it's like real heavy, tea, it's some kind of like mahogany teak. Well, it's aftershave for your pretty for your much nut sack. For, yeah, for, for the for longest undercarriage time in the Casey studio, there was some sort of ball deodorant. Yeah, and I and I got curious one day. Because it was in there for so long. And I said, well, what does this feel like? And so I put a little bit in my hands and I rubbed it together. And it's like essentially a little uh, talc powder for mm. ball sacks. Oh, yeah. For like swamp ass. Yeah. And I and it smelled nice. And Isn't I really imagine your you? balls would be quite smooth after putting it on Isn't there. Isn't that well, really bad for you, though, putting, putting powder? They have no, non-talc. Well, uh, they have certain ones like monkey butt powder. Yeah. And doesn't have like talcum. Isn't that stuff like horrible for your? Yeah, animals? there was like um. Oh, that, is that cancers? the Johnson and Johnson lawsuit? I think so. Yeah. They have non-talc. Oh, okay. Because something is like no good. Because I remember starch, doing that for a short while and then reading some studies like, do not do this. What's the one that's for your feet? They got their version. The gold bomb. Yeah, there's a gold. gold bomb? There's a gold bond bond. for your gold bonds. Yeah. My dad yeah, used to you just put a little baby powder down the front of your pants. My dad, you know, who would be like seventy-four now, he used to put like cornstarch in his underpants. Oh yeah, right. yeah, to that's soak the up the uh, nice. moisture. moisture. And that's where bread comes from. I'd be like, what's up with this? Okay, Gold Bond house. Men's Essentials, refreshing, triple action, non-talc for all your private places. Hey, I the, appreciate it. The, the people that are like head to toe in it with the nuts and these sprays and all this kind of crap. yeah, but that's that's like perfume. Like this is like deodorant. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I think that's yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, but, but but what I'm saying. What, what I'm going to ask you. Are, are we are we not potentially taking away some of our natural 
Musk. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. Like the the chemistry. I mean, I I know that may sound no. weird to some folks, but like the chemistry. Like I, I'm I'm gonna say something. <laughs> she's probably not gonna be stoked about, but like I love the natural smell of my wife. There's like a there's a yeah, there's, that's beautiful. There's a, we there's, don't a, there's, wear. a there's a chemistry there, and like when I can smell her skin, untainted by whatever deodorant or whatever it is, like I there's a chemical thing. I like the yeah. smell yeah. of my wife. I, I find that as the older as the older I get, I am st- stinking a little more. Right. The men start to go downhill first. Yeah, but, I'm starting to go. So I'm starting to turn. I would agree with what you're saying, but I bet that your wife has never been to brunch with her gal pals and been like, God, I love the way my husband's ball smell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. I'm, but, but I'm saying like, are we not risking like some of like. The, the natural chemistry that we sure. perhaps could be having. So sure. I know my natural my pheromones are absolutely amazing because uh, I believe that whenever you break wind, it's just a mass amount of pheromones that go out. Oh god! And whenever I was single, I would do that at the merch booth or something like that, and <laughs> all of a sudden, the most attractive female you've ever met comes over to talk to you, and you're just like, hey. my pheromones work, it's dude. Chemistry, this is man. awesome. Yeah. Tell you what, I love when men smell good. Like Tim, I just bought him a new cologne because, and, and I got a whole sample set for him from Nordstrom, and he goes, pick out the ones you like, and then I'll narrow it down if I like any of them. Narrowed it down and like there is nothing more of a turn on than a good smelling person. But do you also do you also agree with me that there is a fine line? There is a very fine line, and it's like you can smell you can smell good, and you can smell attractive and whatever, and then you can smell like oh you're covering for the lack of cleanliness. Like there's and that that line is hard to see sometimes. If you're spraying, if you're spraying to cover stink. But that's what the I'm saying. The stink mixes with the good. <clears throat> Whether you, well, we're starting to get it, we're going to get into the stinky season soon, so we got to figure this out. Because some people take extra showers if they feel they need it. So mm-hmm. you know, others use fragrances or even layering their clothes to master their odors, or they apply their usual deodorant to other areas, even if they weren't designed for that. So I guess the idea is that these newer products are safer and more effective to apply throughout your body, not just under your arms. Yeah, they also they, you know, there's also a lot of talk of natural solutions that. Don't require a special product, but these mm-hmm. these full body deodorants are now a thing. Yeah, and, and ladies and gents, don't get um. There's dude wipes, and then there's feminine wipes. It's all good. Yeah, don't yeah. feel oh yeah, keep self conscious about that. Nah, like make clean. it all smell good down there. Give it a good wipe down. Give it a good pat down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> TSA your balls. Yeah, you know, just pat them down. Yeah, pat them down. Make sure nothing uh, nefarious is going on down the there. Detector. Ain't nobody. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's get to some of your emails. Moon, if you would, ratio at 1057thepoint.com. Okay, your emails are brought to you by Kloss Furniture, lowest prices guaranteed. We have something for everybody. Had a lot of emails. I'm not even going to get into the specifics. A lot of emails about, what are you, where are you guys going to be for Mardi Gras? What are you doing? I'm going down there. I want to see you. When is Mardi Gras? Saturday? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we're not going to be there. I will be at Comic-Con. Oh, yeah, Springfield's Comic-Con. Heck yes. Yeah. Hometown of Mardi Gras. Well, be Saturday. <laughs> Saturday, not at Mardi Gras. Anybody going down? Nah. Uh, my wife really wants to, but we're not. I don't think we're Seriously? Gonna... No, I'm just. I kidding. was about to say, really, I, I, yeah. I can't yeah, see Allison not, being a see that. Mardi Gras enthusiast, <laughs> but I. Sean Aston's going to be a Comic Con. I don't know why. Hmm. I'm, I'm just. I'm, I'm taking my niece. Sean Aston's going to be a Comic Con, but not at Mardi Gras. All right, Steve Burns from Blues Clues. What? Um, the Andy from Black Veil Brides is going to be there. Hmm. For what? Comic-Con. Comic-Con. No, no, for what? Oh. Just autographs. That's Maybe awesome. he's just going to be there just to... What, they're doing band? They're just doing band guys now? Um, Corey Taylor was there last year. They always have, like, some metalhead oh, that shows up, which is kind of cool. 
Sean Aston. Are you going to get autographs? I think so. I'm taking my niece. We're dressing up. I'm going to be Julie Newmar's 1960s Catwoman, and my niece loves Heath Ledger's Joker, and so Sweet. she's going to be him, and it's going to be cool. That's fun. And how much, how much for a Sean Aston autograph? Ooh. Ooh. Like 75 I, I, bucks. I say 65 bucks. 75 Here, bucks. How much? 75 bucks. 75 bucks? Close up's not going over 65. Okay. Sean's a nice guy. I think he's going to do 50. Okay. Ooh, that was my guess. Uh, so... I'm going to go the opposite now. He's going to be a mean guy, and it's going to be a hundred and five. Oh, because it's, I remember. What, what's the market? This is in Springfield, Springfield. Missouri. Oh, right, it's thirty-five bucks. <laughs> I remember uh, when Momo was here. Was it last year? The year before? It was like hundred fifty bucks. Ooh. That's a Momoa autograph, though. Uh, Carl Weathers was here one year. He was pretty expensive too. William Shatner was here. Mm. Yeah, uh, he was the kid expensive. from Rookie of the Year was here. He was in the booth next. Next to whatever I remember, I was Kato doing. Kalen was there. I went, and nobody was at his booth. Hmm. What? And I felt bad. Did we go together? I think we went together. Yeah, I felt bad. Like nobody was there. He was literally across from Sean Aston. Yeah, that's right. There was there was a huge name there that had lines. Who was that? It may have been it may have been William Shatner. Oh, yeah, you might be right. Old Bill Shatner. Congratulations to Scott Rizzuto. Eighty dollars for 80 an autograph. Oh, nice. How However, photo op 105. Oh. Oh. Whoa. I'll take that. I don't want the autograph. I'll just wave at him from way back. Mm -hmm. Can I just have the photo, not the autograph? Split the difference. Mm. And you bring in your niece? Yeah. A good aunt would buy. Oh, she gets whatever she wants, dude. This is like the closest a I get A good aunt to would buy a Sean parent. Aston photo. What she wants is she got it. She, whatever she wants. You want it, you get it. Be cool, aunt. Not let's stand. Uh, not cheap ass aunt. No, this is cool this year because last year my mother in law went with us, and that was fine. But this year, it's just Tim and I taking her, and like That's cool. I'm just like, let's just let the wheels off, like yeah, do whatever, let's you do want, whatever you want, yeah. whatever you know. Let's be as nerdy as you want. Grandma ain't here, mom's not here, right. dad no ain't here. Let's though. do this. Let's go. That's the greatest part about that, man. Is like everybody just feels good. You're having fun because everybody's like, just just like, wow, this these are my people. And that yeah. is her community. Like yeah, her brothers you know I mean? are into sports, and Anna is such an intellectual. She's really into manga and all this stuff. And I don't know. She she lives in Southwest Missouri, where that sort of nerddom does not get as celebrated as sports, right? So she doesn't really have that outlet as much. And when we took her last year, you could tell that she was just completely enthralled yeah. and found her people. Like, I so found my cool. tribe. Oh, I belong. Well, either way, we're not going to Mardi Gras. <laughs> so. Sorry. Every year. I, I, I went last year. Yeah, you guys had the party last year. Went last year. Oh, I remember uh, what with Liv. Oh, yeah. It was her first Mardi Gras. Hammered. That girl party. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Right. Oh, we had yeah, to drive yeah. her home. Yeah. Did she get on stage with us? Yeah. And what was the. <laughs> She's the best. <laughs> you broke some band up, too. Or uh, some. Modson. Modson. Modson broke up with Lindsay. Oh, no. Avril Avril broke up with him like that a week day. later. No, nah, I think it was that day. It was like, yeah, that night, I think. Yeah, it was a bummer. Yeah, my apologies. Good, nice, dude. Next. Was a, that was a fun day. Uh, I'm going to make sure I get this one. Uh, so I'm going to skip a few emails and go to this one. Remember we last uh, a couple days ago, we were talking about Super Bowl. It should be a holiday in the next day, or they yeah. move it to Saturday. Well, this person emailed in and said, the holiday on Monday is Lincoln's birthday. All Missouri State employees get Monday off. Missouri or Illinois, Illinois. State employees? I don't know, man. It it's says, the land of Lincoln. It's Illinois. The email says Missouri. They're lying. Well, don't put that out there that Missouri employees are off. Listen. If they're not. No, I'm no. Just reading I think an email. he's correct. Let's just assume. It's a state <laughs> holiday for Illinois. Sorry, Missouri. You're screwed. We better assume. Um. Wow. Well, good for you, Illinois. Uh. Everybody else has to suffer, and check we're all that though. Suffer Monday. Because I did copy and paste here, and it's, it's a, you know they, this is the the person said all Missouri State employees. 
Well, the next week is is President's Day, like the next Monday, right? Yeah, yeah the nineteenth. Says Kentucky, Connecticut, Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, Ohio, California, Missouri, and New York. Really? For Lincoln? Observe the holiday. Now, oh, I don't nice. know. Lincoln's State birthday is a legal public holiday in some U.S. states observed on the anniversary of Abraham Lincoln's birth on February 12th, 1809. Okay. Holy well, I'm not coming in on You're coming in. Get off work. Yeah, state and radio people. Like, that's awesome. I was born in Illinois, and so I it doesn't am taking matter. the day off. We've got multiple Missouri broadcast awards. Mm-hmm. We do. So there you have it. What's that have to do with anything? I don't know, man. (laughs) I was listening to the show Monday, and Riz was talking about his uh, son, the boy, had two games on Sunday. One was high school, and then one was his league. My question is, do kids these days focus more on their select team than their high school team for potential college scholarships? 20 years ago, high school was the most important thing between the two teams. Love the show. Three out of five stars. Uh, Listen, we're not not thinking about scholarships. We're thinking about having a good time. I am thinking about scholarships, and that's a talk that happens on a monthly basis in our household because we have a daughter that is uh, just a phenomenal soccer player. And I will tell you that this club crap is where the focus is for sure. For sure. And, and, and I, don't, I don't know what changed because I wasn't a club soccer guy when I was when I was young. I was CYC, broke, broke as a joke, and then into high school. And high school mattered. People came, you know, colleges sent scouts out. Like a, a lot of the guys that went on to play college ball from, from our high school, they were in club ball, but the high school stuff is where they were getting scouted. Now I think it is reversed. I really do. I don't know well, about hockey. Uh, I think it's about 50-50. Like my son likes playing on both teams. Where's yeah, but the focus? I don't know. He's a freshman, so. As but you're not thinking older. about scholarships. We're talking about this is a middle schooler that's when we're we're figuring out, you know, all these like uh, what what club to play for, what tournaments to be here, this and that. So I don't know. My can, brother-in-law was talking about this with me. Like a lot of these colleges that you wouldn't think have hockey teams have hockey teams. Like, like do you know, like MIT as a hockey team. No, that's cool. And that's a decent way to get into yeah. a college without the academics part. Well, there's a gal. I I, I feel terrible for this, but uh, I, I don't know her name. She was just in some big article on the Post-Dispatch website um, because she's about to set some, like, college basketball record. And she plays for, like, a chiropractic school or something. It's, 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 like Logan? Like uh, yes, Logan? No, well, maybe I'm being dramatic in how I remembered it. But it was like it's like a school that you go, wow, I didn't know. Starting point sports. guard for the joint. <laughs> I don't know. The joint has its own college? I don't know. I don't remember (laughs) what college it is, man. But I think it's in Missouri. The Logan College Crackers, right? Is that a good name? Johnny Logan College Crackers? Johnny Logan Volunteers. Snappy. Isn't Centralia like the orphans? My mom went to school there and she was like, we hated it. I wonder if they still love that or hate it. The orphans? The orphans. I mean, what a weird team. Who are still the midgets? It's up. uh, Freeburg, right? Freeburg, yeah. yeah. I think so. It wouldn't change. Yeah, they're standing tall. There's a few that are... <laughs> well, hello! You get the hell out of here! <laughs> Stop on ah. Dang it, what is that school? Uh, if anybody has that article uh, or came across that, send, send it to us, because I want to shout her out. Jeez. <laughs> I love that a chiropractor school has a teeth. That's hilarious. Yeah, and like the article it's was the talking... Massage about, Envy Falcons. Well, that's the thing. The article was talking about how like their, their typical attendance year after year is like... Four per yeah. game, and 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 by the way, Corey on here brings up a great point. But because know. she's setting the record, like they're packing this these schools. Um, I mean, these games. You know, unless you play for like CBC or um, Chaminade, you know, high school hockey is is for kids to play in front of their friends. Mm-hmm. The club hockey gives better development and chances to go to the next level, uh-huh. which is that's all. 
Every sport. Traveling right. baseball was like that, too. If you got on the Babe Ruth leagues and traveled in the summers, you just, it's access, man. You get, it's, you have to be in front of people that can help you get there. Coaches and trainers and people that actually have access. Former Major League Baseball players who coach at the college level. Like, that's, Edwardsville has a good baseball program, and it's just because they involve so many, mm. so many ex-Major League players Wow. Involved in that program, they have access to all of these pro other programs to to develop their talent. I find that the high school hockey is like WWE, where like kids are trying to like you know the hits are the hits are bigger just to get a rise out of the fans, sure, out of the kids in the stands. Where the club hockey is more you know skills and okay. Oh, here it is. Not here taking it is, anything away from high school hockey. It's great. I love it. Uh, okay, here's the headline: St. Louis pharmacy student. In race to become all-time college basketball scorer. Oh, the St. Louis Far School of Pharmacy. What's their? It's the University. Oh, is that Caitlin Clark? It, no, this they have a funny oxycontins. Yeah. No, this is <laughs> my brother-in-law graduated from. There. Yeah, this is Grace Byer, and Grace she goes Byer. to the uh, University of Health Sciences and Pharmacy hmm. in Central Baptist College. No, sorry, it was against Central Baptist College. Anyways, this was in January, and this gal has something like thousands of points. It's it's oh, absurd. Good for her. That's awesome. Is she going to go on to the WNBA? Uh, I'm not sure that's the focus. She'll probably make more money doing something else. <laughs> doing in ph pharmacy Being work? a pharmacist. Yeah, it looks like the, the current record is 3,527 points. And as of January something, Clark had, I'm sorry, Byer. Grace Byer has 3,496 points. Good for her. That is just and their mascot's the Eutectic. That's what it is. What? The Eutectic. What, what the is hell that? is that? It's um, it's a homogenous mixture that has a melting point lower than those of the constituents. The Dude, I knew that, man. I just want to see if you knew. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next. You guys didn't know that. No. You guys are dumb. Hey, gang, not sure if you guys have talked about this on the show, but the U.S. issued a travel advisory for Jamaica a few days ago. Basically, on a scale of one to four, it's a level three advisory saying to oh. reconsider all travel. It's due to increased violent crimes, mostly homicides, home invasions, robberies. My brother and sister-in-law have an all-inclusive trip to Jamaica booked for their anniversary in two weeks. Would you guys yeah, still go. go, or would you cancel? I would go and just not go off the. You know, just don't go off the resort. Well, yeah. Well, you did. You didn't talk about Jamaica, but you talked about Bahamas. And remember, there was an advisory for the Bahamas, and they were talking about people that were renting Airbnbs, which yeah. is similar to what Rafe had just done in the Bahamas, and not had private security. That is an increased uh, risk. Yeah, yeah, whatever. So I uh, was out on a Jamaican resort once, and uh, my buddy and I were wandering around, and mm -hmm. we wandered to the to the resort. Boundary. Oh, so brave. And on the other side of this, whatever boundary there was, there was an armed guard, machine gun style. And he goes, in a Jamaican accent, a Jamaican accent, if you go past here, you're on your own. Right. Turn around, man. Turn around, man. <laughs> like you're on your you're on your own, man. So did you go? No. What a wuss. Yeah, you're supposed to do that. Prove no. that you're a man. No. Create a memory. He said, one for the rhythm, <clears throat> two for the rhyme. Get on up. Turn around this no, time. No, I, I, I went back. <laughs> the hell no. Uh, give me a Mai Tai. Yeah. I mean, Mai Tai took a red stripe. <laughs> I, I've been to Jamaica, and, you know, it is a very oh, yeah. uh, impoverished nation. and um, The resorts are nice in the beach. The resorts nice. are beautiful, but, I mean, getting there, you do see the reality. Oh, and oh yeah. Especially if you land in Kingston. You know, Kingston is gnarls. It's a what is it's where was a, I? Uh, oh shoot, some with an M. Monty something. 
what 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 are, what are the cities? Montego Bay, oh, Montego, Montego Bay, and Kingston, yeah. right? And Kingston's Kingston. like one, one, one of the highest. I was at Ocho Rios. Ocho Rios, yeah, I've been there. Yeah. I was off. I was off uh, resort twice when I was there. I went down to that run, uh, uh, Dunn's River Falls, and then we we did like some market thing, and the Just market thing the was resort. not advisable. Just don't leave the resort. Yeah, should be fine. Yeah. Yeah, my friend did his honeymoon there, and he swam out to the. He said he could swim out to the buoys of the resort beach, and there was like dudes. That would like sell you weed underwater. Oh yeah, man! Get out of here! That's oh, no dude, we were way. on the beach once. Yeah. Underwater? What? Yeah, I go. You just scuba dealers? You just had to trust them. He was in a kayak <laughs> and he came up. Dude, we were on sitting on the beach and a guy came from the water. Yeah, yeah. that's he how he came from the water. Bam! Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow! And that's, I was like, this is a trap. I didn't, you know, I didn't. Buy it. He's Looking like, you that, just you I swim out it? with like money in a Ziploc bag and you just no way you trade and. But, but like, how do the negotiations go? Like, blah, 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 I don't know. Just, <laughs> I mean, I think they just were like the hands were underwater. They were yeah. like holding onto the wires of the buoy, and all the exchanges were happening under the ocean, oh, under yeah. the sea. <laughs> now, mind you, uh, give you know, me some weed. Everything's greener down by my wiener. Take it from me. <laughs> Being that I said go there, and something happens, that's not on me. Yeah, yeah that's not on smart. me. That's just what Riz would do. That I would go next. Little did I know I would be celebrating National Fart Day. What was that on Monday? That was Monday. Little did I know I would be celebrating National Fart Day with my first colonoscopy. Congratulations. Oh. When I informed the GI staff of the holiday, they had no idea either. Needless to say, they filled my bowels with gas and the party started. <laughs> All is well in my rear end. Oh, Thanks for the fun fact, Janine. Way to go, Janine. Good for you, Janine. Yeah, yeah, man. That's awesome. Congrats. I hope it turns out. Great. Mercy keeps calling me on. You need to schedule a colonoscopy. You do it. Yeah, what are you doing? Why? Why? why they're tracking you down? Yeah, I need to go. What are you, silly? I know. Uh, so Toby more. Keith died on National Fart Day. <laughs> Ain't that uh, No, no. National Fart Day was Monday. Yeah, he died, oh, on, he died on, on, on Monday? Monday. He died on Monday. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. Let her rip. Uh, one more. Morning, y'all. Years ago, I had the pleasure of putting the brakes on a relatively new CFO trying to embezzle. Long story short, I worked in accounts payable. Now, this is on the back of a. Remember Yesterday. we were talking. Oh, yeah. would you if you if you found out your boss was stealing from the company? Would you would you tell? Right. What would you do? Here's this person's long story short. I worked in accounts payable and was responsible for paying our vendors. One late afternoon, a guy had me print a twenty thousand dollar check to a California car dealership and told me he'd get the second required signature. Bells immediately sounded in my head. I looked to the director of accounting, and things escalated quickly. Mm. Cops were called. FBI showed up. I had to write a statement. It was a whole thing. Don't remember how things ended for this guy, but I received a very generous bonus from the owner and, up until I left the company, was referred to as the golden child. Wow. He also remembered me in his will when he passed away Whoa. a few years right. ago. Okay, honesty. Oh. Dang. That's Keep me laughing. Cool. Five out of three stars. Well, you're an accounts payable. That's your job. Yeah. Like, that's your job. Right. More on the radio, idiots. Remember uh, the old <laughs> company? I don't know if you were you with the company yet. When the woman, uh, it was like accounts receivable, receivable at the other company got caught. <clears throat> uh, the uh, the assistant? No, no, it was a. Long. Maybe it was even before you. Yeah, it was probably before me. But there was something else that like was going on. Like running up a credit card. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard about that. Went to jail. Oh no! I don't oh know. yeah. I wasn't there for that. Oh yeah. Now, I heard a couple other stories about some folks back in that, yeah, back yeah, in that scene. Yeah, different times. <laughs> yeah. Different, in, different industry. Yeah, all right. We'll take a break. Pseudo Show. Traffic and weather. Uh, we'll 
We'll talk to Chris Kerber when we get on the other side. Uh, big news as far as the Winter Classic goes for next year. The Blues are involved, so we'll give you details on that. And uh, Blues are back in action on Saturday. All-Star break is over. Hey, do you not like your job? Will you be doing the same thing, making the same amount of money in five years? You know you could change your life with a career in tech and have unlimited growth opportunities. Now, you've heard about Centric for a long time, but why haven't you done anything yet? Graduates are always saying, man, I wish I would have done it sooner. Now, don't wait for something bad to happen or let something else make the decision for you. Make the decision to change careers your decision. Did you try college and maybe it didn't work out? Now you're stuck with a job you don't like, with nowhere to go. You don't like who you're working for or with. Look into Centric and a career in tech. They could change your life in four months. Not four years, just four months. Your new life starts at Centric.com slash Riz, C-E-N-T-R-I-Q.com slash Riz. They train people from all backgrounds with little to no IT experience. Programs are starting all the time. Centric.com slash Riz. Hi, this is Brandon Saad, and you're listening to The Riz Show on 105.7 The Point. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, welcome back to the program. Let's talk to our blues guy, Chris Gerber. For Chris Kerber, the radio voice of your St. Louis Blues. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Kerber. Good morning, Chris. Morning, everybody. How are you? How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing good, thanks. Good day so far. Good day so far. Uh, How's your time off been? Time off is good. Uh, Down over in Kansas City this morning. College visit today. So, um, uh, yeah, you know what? It's been it's been a good uh, been a good all star break of dad stuff. Oh, good. Spend some time yeah. with the family. I tell you what, the you know hockey season's grueling. Uh, it's a it's a long season. How long does the season last? It's you know from preseason to playoffs. It's from like yeah, about twenty six total weeks. Yeah, half the year. You're that, that's around. regular season. That's regular season. So. Yeah, you go from uh, middle of October to middle of April. Yeah, throw throw on preseason stuff and postseason stuff. I mean, you're talking September to you know May. Yeah, yeah. When you start uh, pre camp, typically opens up about September 20th. Lately, it seems to be so right about there. And then shoot, you can you can go to June 10th if you go all the way to the Stanley Cup final. Yeah, that's wild. So it, it can be long, but you know what? Like, it, uh, I always get a kick out of those that think, ah, the season's too long. The, the only people that think seasons are too long are are people that are not fans of that sport. Right. Right? Exactly. <laughs> you know, because if, if you're a fan of it, you're like, no, no, I like the fact that it's on. I like the fact that I can watch and listen and go to it. So um, it can be a grind. It's a, it, I'll tell you what, more from a player's perspective, it is a physical and an absolute mental grind. And here's where the biggest difference has come. I'd say in the last 20 years, you used to go down, you could go down to Florida and you figure, okay, you don't have to have your best game and you could beat the Florida Panthers, right? Or, mm-hmm. you know, there were, there were always teams that were, there were just, you could tell that there was such a big difference between 
the bad teams and the good teams. And, yeah, there's still a big difference when you look at, say, the Edmonton Oilers right now who lost last night to Vegas and then, you know, and the Ottawa Senators. But but if but if you take a night off, the Ottawa Senators can beat you. Right. And, and you feel like, like the players feel it like, like really like you are in a playoff battle from day one of the regular season. That's That's the biggest difference here is for an 82-game grind, you feel like if you lose two or three in a row, you've just lost a lot of ground. It's a, that, That's the mental grind that that's on top of the physical side of it. Well, there are a couple of big NHL stories to talk to you about. First off, uh, the NHL players are now allowed back in the Olympics. That's uh, that's big news. That kind of broke this week. Yeah, that's, yeah that's, that, that, that's great news. You know, it's been three Olympics since they've been. Uh, but the players really wanted to participate in it. Now, the problem has been is that Aside from the fact that NHL players are playing in the Olympics, there was no benefit to the NHL from a business side. As a matter of fact, the NHL, like the NHL, was on the hook for 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 insurance for the players. So a player goes over and gets hurt in the Olympics. There, you know, it's it's a and let's face it, it's the best of the best going, right? Yeah. If 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 McDavid went over and played in the Olympics and got hurt. The Edmonton Oilers are hosed, and, and, and there's no insurance to cover the, the, the salary, the whatever. And then on top of that, the NHL couldn't even use any of the footage. So you couldn't use any video, anything of that, hmm. despite the fact that NHL players going over there make it maybe the biggest draw that the Olympics has. Well, I think that, you know, the NHL players playing in the Olympics, that's a big commercial for the NHL. Okay, so that's that is the number one argument that most people make. And if you're playing in North America or in a time zone where it makes it simple and easy to watch, that's true. When you're playing over in an, in the other half of the world and the games are live or at three and four in the morning, mm. it's not as impactful. And the, and and here's the one thing that you just haven't seen, and then and and they win enough times to know it. It's not like you get done with the Olympics and all of a sudden you see a bump in ratings in the in, for in the United States or Canada. It's not like you see a bump in attendance and all of a sudden increased ticket sales, you know? So it, the, the, it in theory Riz, I think you're absolutely right, but there hasn't, there just hasn't appeared to be that beneficial impact that you would think from a pure business standpoint, which is why the NHL was able to leverage not going to be honest with you. Hey, do you remember when uh, you know TJ Oshie last? I think it was the last time the the NHL was allowing players in the Olympics. TJ Oshie scored that was it overtime or shootout goal? Shootouts, yeah, shootouts, yeah. Shootout goal. How proud were you? You know, it was a Blues player yeah, yeah, yeah. that did it. It was a it was a lot of cool Oshie, moment. A lot of Oshie jerseys around here. Yeah, it was, a, it was an awesome moment. Yeah, because so so when those games went into the shootout, unlike the NHL where you have to have a different shooter each time. In the Olympics, you were allowed to have the same shooter. And that's where TJ became legend because he made like four or five in a row, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I was I was actually down during that Olympic break uh, with our two older daughters. We were, we were down at Disney World. And we came out of some line at Epcot. And I had a, a pullover on that had a blue note on it. And I'd have people coming up and they'd point at the blue note and they'd go, TJ Oshie. And I'm like, yep, plays for us. And then somebody, go, oh man, the Blues, TJ Osher, like, yep. Play. And that literally after about a half hour of like, I don't know, seven or eight people out of nowhere, I looked at my wife. I go, what the hell's going on? Yeah. I hang on a minute before we went everywhere. I pulled out the phone and, and figured out what was going on. But all of a sudden, now to your point, Riz, I mean, there's people that probably wouldn't have 
said boo, but they saw the blue on my shirt and were talking T.J. Oshie. Yeah. Now, how many of those people were then buying tickets to go watch T.J. play? I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, but it, 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 listen, it, it's the play, number one, the players want it. And I think, you know, with, with what happened in COVID, the, the Players Association, the players working with the league to make sure that, you know, escrow, all this other, you know, legal CBA stuff was taken care of and there wasn't labor issues like you saw in the other sports. Remember how we saw baseball delay their season during COVID, despite everybody getting just raked over the coals, you know, personally on it, baseball couldn't get their stuff together. Mm -hmm. Well, NHL didn't deal with that. And, and I think making sure that the players are part of the Olympics is something the players wanted. And I I think it's a heck of a move by the league to say, yep, we know it's important to you. We're going to make it happen. Now the other, the other big story uh, yesterday uh, reports are the blues are to face the Blackhawks in the 2025 Winter Classic at Wrigley. Now, the Blues have not confirmed their participation yet, but uh, the Athletics reporting on it, the Chicago Sun-Times, other sites say it will be Blues and Blackhawks at Wrigley. Well, the the one thing we do know is we do know that uh, the Winter Classic is going to be at Wrigley. And I was told by Blues management that, yes, they are obviously trying to be a part of it. They want to be a part of it. Um, but you're right. The team has the team hasn't confirmed it yet. But there are obviously a ton of reports out there, and uh, hopefully the league will come out with a release maybe later today, tonight during the TNT games. Uh, it, it could be as well. So let's say if it all if it all plays out, and it does happen where it's the Blues and the Blackhawks at Wrigley Field in the Winter Classic. You know, how cool is it, would it be, you know, for Blues fans to realize it? Because you had one Winter Classic canceled because of COVID. Mm-hmm. To, to realize that the Blues, right, it, it would have played in three of the last seven Winter Classics. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's 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 not a small thing. Because you remember how many, you know, you always had, you had the Blackhawks, you had the Rangers, you know, you had the, the big teams in the yeah, league. It was, always the same. it was always the same teams. It, it was the same teams, you know, the Crosbys, uh, you know, the Capitals, you know, with Ovechkin, that kind of stuff and and stuff. Well, the St. Louis Blues now, if, if this does uh, come to fruition, it would be their third time in the last eight Winter Classics. On top of that, they've hosted an All-Star game. You know, you've had, you've had obviously, the Stanley Cup final. Like, it, it's been a heck of a good run, and you guys, I think, for, for Blues. And you guys here go to the Winter Classic when mm. it was here in 2017? No, I did not. Had a couple buddies go. Oh, I, I went. It was... It was... Oh. Yeah. It rained. It rained that day. If I remember right, didn't you get yelled at by somebody? Uh, oh, you yelled at somebody. No, else. somebody yelled at me. <laughs> All right, Curbs. Somebody yelled at me for for walking during gameplay. Uh, like getting to, really? get, awesome. getting, getting to my seat. Uh, and I figured, listen, we're out. We're we're not at, we're not an enterprise. It takes a little while for you to get to your seat. And then they screamed at me, and I. Uh, Again, this is what did you do? This is old Riz. Yeah, <laughs> Riz is in recovery. I'm in recovery now. I count to ten. I called the woman. I called the woman a very bad word. You did? Yeah, the Cutie ultimate. Pie. The, the ulti- c word. The ultimate of bad words. What a you call it fat? No, way worse. Mm. Well, way worse than the p word, or way worse than fat? Because well, I'm not sure which one's worse. It was the c word. It was the see you next Tuesday. Oh. Word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now it's one of those moments Ooh. where I could. I, I wish I could have it back. <laughs> uh, you know what, though? Yeah, I mean, women do not like to be called cheddar. Uh, wound up being a listener and his wife. Uh, oh. We're cool now. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> Everything, <laughs> okay, wait a minute. Like, 
you guys, okay, you you guys have such a popular show, and you're out and about in the community so doggone much. There there are times where stuff will happen. You're like, I know, I just want to like lose my stuff on oh, somebody, yeah. or like, no, and and you just can't. I know, doesn't it suck? Curves. I mean, you you're just, the same it way. Does sometimes. Oh yeah. Well, it, and that's what it was. Sometimes you're like, I want you to get what you deserve, and you're like. You just can't. Well, and you know, I mean, that's part of our deal. That's Which our contracts. Like, lesson. you can't, you can't be losing it like that because you represent a brand. No, I know. You know what? My feet were wet. Uh, I had wet socks, so that's my excuse. Oh yeah. Uh, well, you know what? Sucks. Forgiven. That's, not in the contract. <laughs> that's why yeah. you guys are cool yeah, now. You know Never mind. She deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to get back to my seat. <laughs> well, you know, during that game, uh, the the day before, the day before the 2017 Winter Classic, uh, they had the All Star the um, alumni play. Yeah, we called that game. We called that game, and and you know it was good because it, it helped me figure out because we were sitting in the Cardinals broadcast booth, which is a pretty good way from center ice, like how to actually physically call the game almost through binoculars and stuff, which helped. Um, but then uh, I woke up the next morning and I had no voice, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me! I've got no voice during the to do the Winter Classic, so kind of battled through it and well the voice was totally shot the blues are you know are leading four to one there's like 60 seconds to go and i hadn't i couldn't figure out how to end the game you know like you know my, my call obviously after blues wins is bring out the zamboni that yeah, kind of uh, stuff and it just it felt different like being at bush stadium and, and honestly and it's a, i ended up so so what ended up happening is sitting in the cardinals booth and, and if you look to the right on the wall, uh, as you were going down the stairs, the way they had it set up at that point in time was, was obviously this great picture of, of Jack Buck. And while, so I said, uh, Chaser's down at ice level, and I said, I said, let's just listen to the sounds of hockey at Bush Stadium. And all you could hear was the effects for about 30, 40 seconds. And some people thought that was dramatic. It was literally that I just couldn't speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Boy, Curbs really had I, that planned out. Like, no, yeah, really voice. good. Well, then I look over and I see that picture of Jack Buck, and that's when it hit me. That's how we'll end it. So when we came back, and uh, uh, you know, you never want to steal somebody's line or use somebody's line, but that's that's when we came back, and, and the final call was, uh, "If it's okay with you, Mr. Buck, that's a winner." Yeah. And 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 it worked. But it's 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 kind of fun how little broadcast things like that just pop into your head when you're in the middle of things. And it, it was such a great day. And then the Winter Classic in Minnesota was fantastic to be a part of. It's a lot less work for the visiting team, which is really kind of cool. Um, and and that was great. But uh, well, that was one of the I, coldest I outdoor. That was one of the coldest outdoor sporting events ever in North America when the when Beautiful. the Blues yes. played up in Minnesota. Because yeah. it was it was like minus twelve or minus fifteen. Uh, people were going outside. They, they'd come inside to the concession stand. They'd get a can of beer, and if you didn't drink it quick enough, it was freezing on you. Yeah. Uh, and, and and we were supposed to be right down on the glass to broadcast the game from down on the glass. And they called us, a, the league called us a couple days before and said, uh, hey, would you be okay if we moved you guys inside this one area? It's still a great view, but we're worried that the equipment isn't going to work in the cold. I go, the equipment? Let's worry about the people. Yeah, yeah no, I'm perfectly fine going behind the glass. And it was, I mean, so it was, that was fantastic. And again, I think it speaks, and, and listen, this is not a small thing. Uh the, the work that the, the team has done to get the you know Enterprise Center renovated, uh, the constant attempt to get the the, the World Juniors, uh, having having the NCHCA um, uh, Club Hockey Championships in St. Louis uh, coming up in March. There's so much going on 
And the way the fans continue, I mean, here's a, here's a team that's in a rebuild and the Blues are still selling games out, right? Yeah. I mean, believe the league looks at that kind of stuff. And, and, and if it does happen that the Blues are in this winter classic, uh, it, it, it's no small part to the fact of, of what the fans continue to do to support this team. It's a big, big deal. TV ratings, all that stuff, radio, it all, it all plays a role plays in this. Yeah, they're not and, gonna, and, not, not going to put stinkers, you know, on on prime time. No, and 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 if you think about this, if it does happen, this is a matchup that may not be all that sexy in terms of top teams in the league. Yeah, yeah, but we'll but see. You do we'll, have see Bedard. Bedard. we'll see Bedard. We'll see That's Bedard. That's cool. You'll see Bedard. You could see Snugger root for the Blues. You could see the. I mean, it could be a heck of a game of yeah. young talent. All right. Well, you guys are, uh, you know, heading out to Buffalo, uh, back in action Saturday, back from the break. So enjoy the rest of your your All Star break. Enjoy time with your family, and we'll talk to you next week, Curbs. All right, you guys have an awesome rest of your weekend. Uh, we'll, we'll talk to you once we're rolling again next week. There we go. The great Chris Curb, everybody, enjoying his time off with his family. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll give away some stuff. We're gonna play uh, Gay Bar or Steakhouse. Okay. All right. Gay Bar or Steakhouse. Very simple game. And Rafe's done Rafe's done the groundwork here. He's gone to each one of these. I know he has. Each mm-hmm. one of these establishments, just to verify. And I've eaten at all of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very good. So Rafe's going to read you the name of a business, and you tell us if the establishment is a steakhouse or a gay bar. Two out of three right, you win your choice of prizes. You have a Moon Lifeline and you have a uh, Learn Lifeline. Cool. And Make I, too, sure have look. eaten at the steakhouses and the gay bars. Final? Are their answers final? Their answers are final. All right. Their <laughs> answers are final. Lauren's answer and Moon's answers are binding and final. Gay bar or steakhouse? 314-624-3833-618-398-3833. We'll play next. This is Whitney Cummings, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. I love you. All right, welcome back to the program. Let's give away some stuff. The Rizzuto Show. Here, have some free sh- All right, today's contest is sponsored by... Flynn Landscaping, specializing in lawn, landscape, irrigation, and arbor. Now hiring. Call 314-243-6784. All right, we're playing Gay Bar or Steakhouse. Okay, so... Uh, Rafe's going to give you the name of a business, and you tell us if the establishment is a gay bar or steakhouse. You have a Learn Lifeline, and you have a Moon Lifeline, and they are binding. Yes. Once you go to Learn, you need to stick with our answer. Once you go to Moon, you need to stick with his answer. Each caller gets two lifelines. Yes, they do. Just to be clear. Okay, yes, they do. Cool. So then, two out of three right, you win your choice of prizes. Let's go to Michelle in Wentzville. Good morning, Michelle. Hey, good morning. Hi, Michelle. Let's play Gay Bar or Steakhouse. Hi, Michelle. Good luck on Gay Bar or Steakhouse. Are you ready? Ready. Starting out, the back room in Apopka, Florida. What was the name of that? The back room. Um, We are going to go with Gay Bar. Oh, for one. That's a steakhouse. Sorry, that is a steakhouse. (laughs) (laughs) The rump room. What? Oh, no. All right. All right. right. You're 0 for 1, but here's where you turn it all around. Number two, The Rock in Phoenix, 
Arizona. Gay bar. Gay bar indeed. Correct. All right, Michelle, comes down to this one. All right, here we go. Woody's KC in Kansas City, Missouri. That's Woody's KC. Uh, we are going to go Steakhouse. Steakhouse is wrong. Sorry, it is a very gay bar in Kansas City. Woody's Casey is a gay bar. That's a shame. Marty, hello. Hey, good morning. Hey, Marty. Don't forget, you got to learn. You got a moon lifeline if you need them. Here we go. Okay. All right, Marty. Good luck. Number one, Club A in New York, New York. Club A. Gay bar. Steakhouse. Sorry, no, that is a steakhouse. All for one. Here we go. Eagle Guest Ranch in Detil, New Mexico. Eagle Guest oh Ranch. Eagle Guest. Uh, gay bar. And we say goodbye and to Marty. <laughs> yeah, these people need to go to more gay bars. I mean, these more, more steakhouses. <laughs> Brian, oh, hello, your, Brian. Your shrug was worth like three sentences. <laughs> yes. All right, Brian. Here we go. Gay bar or steakhouse? Brian, turn this game around for the people of St. Louis. Here we go. Steakhouse or gay bar? Brian, Doogies in Manchester, a New Hampshire, a Doogies. Steakhouse. Gay bar. <laughs> All right, we're gonna slowly turn it around. Here we go, buddy. Number two, the Beaumont. In Katzenville, Maryland. Uh, steakhouse. Yeah. There you go. There you go. There you go. Getting there. Here we go, Brian. Here we go. You do have lifelines if you want them, but don't have to take them. Here's number three. G Love in Portland, Oregon. G Love. Uh, I'm going to have to go with Learn on this one. Learn. G Love, show me gay bar. And we say goodbye to Ryan. I need to go to more gay bars. <laughs> needs to go. <laughs> well, I'm a. I don't eat the steaks, guys. I mean, that's true. I don't know. Doesn't I matter. I got gay bar on the mind, you know. G love and the special sauce. Okay, uh, Chris and Cottleville. Good morning, Chris. Good morning. Uh, let's get a winner here, Chris. All right, we got a lot of tickets. We want to give them to you. We really do. Here we go. Gay bar, steakhouse, Chris Daniels, broiler, in Seattle, Washington. Daniels is broiler. Daniels is broiler. <laughs> In Seattle, Washington. Let's go gay bar. Got you on the broiler. Oh, Dan what I bet you Daniel's broiler. Daniel's is It's got the apostrophe after the S. That's Dan I don't know. Daniels. I, yeah, why do they have to do that? I don't, know. I don't like that. All right, anyway. The back door in Bloomington, Indiana. This is a different We had the back room. We the now back we the room. Back door. This is the back door. In Bloomington, Indiana. Gay bar. Yes. Good job, buddy. Very good. <laughs> what a name, huh? A little on the nose. <laughs> oh, yes, very much so. All comes down to this. Little Joe's in Honolulu, Hawaii. Little Joe's. Thank you. We got a winner. All right. We got a winner. All right. All right, Chris. Good job, buddy. That's great. Finally. That's Woo. great. Matt Fallon. Good morning, Matt. Uh, what's, what's up? up huh? Let's uh, let's make it two in a row. Okay, dude. You ready? <laughs> yeah. Gay bar steakhouse, dude. Check it out. Blackstones in Portland, Maine. Steakhouse. 
No, nope. uh, I like your confidence. Are, okay. I love your confidence. But maybe let me finish. Sorry. That's okay. It's your tickets. You do whatever you want, man. Oh, Here we one. go. Oh, for one. Stony River in Troy, Michigan. Stony River. Let's go steakhouse. Yes. There we go. Let's go Steak steakhouse. Yeah. All right, it comes down to this. This is for big ticks, buddy. Bosco's in Columbus, Ohio. Bosco's. Um, let's go steakhouse again. And we say goodbye to Matt. Bye, Matt. Sorry, oh, bud. Oh, man. Saw it, dude. So close. Sorry, so Kev. far. He had all the confidence in the world, too. He did. Steakhouse. Man. I liked it, yeah. <laughs> all right, Ben. Good morning. Happy birthday, Riz. Thanks, buddy. Here we go. Good luck, Ben. Steakhouse or gay bar, Ben? Mad Myrna's in Anchorage, Alaska. Mad Myrna's. Hey, ben, I'm going to go gay bars. Mad Myrna's. Okay, Mad Myrna's in Anchorage, Alaska. He said gay bar. Gay bar? Gay bar, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Stick him with gay bar. Sweet. I just want to make sure we're right. That, I just want to make sure we're accurate. Yo. <clears throat> when we were in Alaska the very, very first time, we landed. I'll try to tell the story brief. We landed, and we were exhausted. And this guy's like, hey, man, I know it's almost midnight, but, like, in Alaska, we treat our friends to booze and whatever, so we're going to take you out. He took us out to this place. First thing first, people try to fight us, and then they find out we're from out of town. And they're like, oh, okay, never mind. You can sit here, and we're going to buy you booze. So, they, nice. like, so everybody yeah. just buys you stuff. And then they go, you take them down to the, uh, to the Bush Company? Take them down to Bush Company? And we're like, what? What, what, is, what? what is that? And he goes, oh, no, I'm going to take them there in a minute. So we get in the van. We're going down there. We see a moose. And then we get pulled over for running a red light. The cop comes up, and he's all gnarly, like, you, you, you know, what are you guys doing out here? And then the guy goes, I'm just taking these guys to the Bush Company. He goes, oh, really? They're not from here? And he's shining a flashlight, and he goes, I'll escort you down there. Nice. Oh, wow. This dude escorts us down to a place called the Alaska Bush Company. Well, what happened there? It's just, it's a it's a huge strip club. Cool. And it is like everybody knows everybody, and they're like, oh, see that gal up there? That's the surgeon in the area's wife. Like, oh, everybody, wow. everybody loves nice. her. Say hi to Christy. Hey, Christy! <laughs> dude. These gay bars and, and strip clubs and stuff in Anchorage, it's a different world. Well, Rafe, next world, time we're, we're going to Mad Murners first, then we'll head up the Alaskan Bush Company. Yeah. It is a wild, wild place. Like, Alaska, don't fool around with nothing. Mm. All right, next up for Ben. <laughs> All right, Ben, how's that momentum feel? Here we go. In between on Honolulu, Hawaii. In between. Ooh. Ooh, in between. I think I'm going to look to moon for this. Ooh. Oh, man. Yeah, I, was come on. Say, I have no idea. I've never between. heard of this one. In, in between. between and Honolulu? Yeah. Oh, man. In between. In between. Hi. That's the weirdest steakhouse name ever, right? Right. In between, in between what? Honolulu. Man, I'm just going to go with... I'm going to go with... Uh, show me steakhouse. <laughs> God damn. Come on, man. In between the sheets. I just, in between the cheeks. It just felt weird. All right, well, it comes down to this, Ben. All right, Ben. All right. Palmers in Heartland, Wisconsin. Palmers. 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 P-A-L-M-E-R apostrophe S. Palmers. What's I got to go steakhouse on that. Show me steakhouse. Yep. Nice. Water. Sorry, I didn't help you. Glad you dug yourself out of my hole. Great job, man. <laughs> right on. <laughs> All right, VJ, you ready to play? 
Hello, Ted. Hello, Hello Ted. Ted. All right, VJ. Jam. VJ, <laughs> good luck, man. Steakhouse or gay bar? Yosemite Ranch in Fresno, California, or Yosemite Ranch in Fresno, Yosemite. California. Let's go to Moon on this. All right, I say Moon. gay bar. Oh, oh, man, we're off today. Sweet. <laughs> You've been to Yosemite. <laughs> I've been to Yosemite Ranch. All right. <laughs> in Fresno. <laughs> Number two. Yeah. Three flying. Georgie's in Asbury Park, New Jersey. Georgie's. Let's let everyone play. Lauren, what do you think? Oh, dude, I think that is Gay Bar. Yeah. Yes, Lauren. Good lifeline. All right, VJ, you're on your own here. All right. This should be a slam dunk. We'll see. Bubby and Sissies in Alton, Illinois. Oh, damn it. Uh, Steakhouse. Oh, oh man. That's what I guessed, too. That's so. a premier gay bar in Alton, Illinois. Is it really? Is it? Oh, fun time, go. too. Love that place. We should all go. It is a very fun time. Excellent, excellent service. Good friends. Good all fun. All right, let's go to uh, Brandon no in stakes. Perryville. No stakes. Brandon, hello. How's it going? So far, yeah. so good. Hello. Let's, uh, let's play Gay Bar Steakhouse. Okay. All right. Wait a second. We have this <laughs> Hold on. Hold on one second. Let me. I got to do a quick uh, uh, integrity check here. While you sure do we that. No, no. I think th it's a new one. Okay. True good. Detective Night Country. Just speaking of Alaska. If you're not watching it, you're missing it. Oh lord, it's good. That's good. Oh yeah. lord, it's scary. <laughs> scary. Supernatural. Okay. Okay. All right, here we go. Number one, Gay Bar Steakhouse. Okay. All right, cool. As at the toll booth, the boiler room in New York, New York. The boiler room in New York. New York. Uh, let's go gay bar. Yes, gay bar. Well yeah. done. Yes, Freddy Krueger's gay bar. Right. Off to a good start. There we go. <laughs> Buckley's in Merrimack, New Hampshire. Then take the first right. Steakhouse. We got a winner. Wow. Eagle call. That's how you do it. Eagle call for tickets. <laughs> Hang on, Brandon, my fat fingers. All right, one more contestant. Let's go to Don at Kirkwood. Don. Yeah. All right, Don, final contestant, Gay Bar Steakhouse. Here we go. <laughs> All yeah. right, Don. Good luck. Don Mecca. The Apartment Lounge in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Uh, steakhouse. Nope. Gay bar. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Next. Sweetwaters in Westfield, New Jersey. Gay bar. Nope. And we say goodbye to Don. <laughs> goodbye, Don. Goodbye, Don. Bye, Don. Grand, oh. Grand Rapids is a fun, that's a fun town. That's kind of a... I've never been there either. Mm. It's a, it's a, it's, people are just... It's a real clean town. Yeah, it's like they, do, like, it's like they realize they're in Michigan. They're like, we better do a lot of stuff to entertain ourselves because... And not sucks. really much up here. <laughs> yeah, the weather's garbage in the winter. But it's really pretty. Like the winter, uh, or the, uh, the the river right there. Like, I mean, they, they just do a lot of events. Mm. There's a lot of stuff going on in Grand Rapids. They do Rapids. it right up there in Grand Rapids. Yeah, man. It's a fun, it's a fun spot. Well, thank you all for playing. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. Right, we'll take a break. Moon's got sports next. This is O's the Mentalist. You're listening to The Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. Happy birthday, Riz. I saw Mel Brooks uh, trending on Twitter. Oh, no. I didn't you know, you see an old person like that, you know, 
He's in his nineties. Stop it. We just mentioned Blazing Saddles like five minutes ago. Yes. Oh, Bla- well, Blazing Saddles came out fifty years ago today. That's why it's That's trending. Fine. Okay. Yeah, mention the movies. Don't say names. I'm not saying it works. He's okay. But now you said his name. He's okay. He's okay. You know, there aren't many things bigger than the Super Bowl, um, and that's even before Taylor Swift got in the middle of it. Um, Now, according to a new gaming association survey, a record 67.8 million Americans are expected to play some kind of bet on Super Bowl 58. That's 26% of U.S. adults. Oh, man. I bet you won't. (laughs) Ah. Overall, people plan to wager a total of $23.1 billion in the big game, which is up from $16 billion last year. Still, the uh, the uh, 49ers are two-point favorite. Mm. 49ers given two points. Over under is 47 and a half. So what would you take? I would take... I mean, two points pretty much straight up. So I would take the Chiefs. Taking the Chiefs. Yeah, especially because they're... Um, two points under, right? Yeah, so they're, they're getting two points. Yeah, like I, I, I personally believe that they they have a better chance of winning. And the fact that the odds are in my favor if I win that bet, that's, that's double reason I would. Yeah. What it's, about the over-under? 47 and a half. Taking the over or the under? Well, <sighs> I take the under. It's a tough. It's tough because... Chiefs aren't the scoring machines they were. The defense is good. They could hold San Francisco. It could be a 25-20. Ooh, man. It's it's tough. That's right on the cusp. The computer, uh, you know, model that they did for it had uh, 27-22. Did they do that? Was the Madden simulation? They do the Madden simulation? Uh, You know, I didn't didn't see the Madden one. I just saw some some sort of computer. It was 31-21 San Francisco. And uh, they said the Madden simulation has gotten it right. Take the over. I'd still, I'm still taking the under because both defenses healthy <clears throat> have been pretty freaking impressive in the last couple Well, weeks. I'm going to put my college fund, my kid's college fund, on whatever Learn says. So, Learn. Smart. I'm taking the over. The over. For the Chiefs. Well, just Straight uh, up. So over under is just, just the total, score of the game. score. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. One of the kids. $18,000 down the drain. Well, the crazy one thing of the is, kids may not be going to college. The crazy thing is you have one team that's like traditionally, and Rafe, correct me if I'm wrong here, but like these last couple games and even the last couple seasons, like um, the Chiefs score a ton in the beginning, and then it's if they don't score enough to hold out, they end up losing games, right? And then the 49ers, of course, last week had a comeback. Mm. So they're like, you got the... Early scores and the late sc- against the late scores, so it could be Oof. really wild or just a battle of defense. Well, listen, we'll see on Sunday. Now, uh, now as I mentioned, you know, twenty three point one billion will be bet on the big game, and th- and that's like, you know, forty six percent of gamblers will make wagers online. Thirty six percent just put some money uh, up casually with friends. I'm gonna do it with my family, Bella. Twenty four percent participate bucks. in office pools like those squares competitions. Fourteen percent will go through an actual bookie. 11% of people will place bets at a physical sports book. For the record, bettors are nearly split on the outcome. 47% plan on betting on the Chiefs and 44% on planning. Uh, 44% plan on betting on the uh, 49ers. That's cool. I mean, that's that's going to hopefully make for a great game. Everybody's right. it's gonna be know, a fun Vegas game. is expecting a good game. That's All cool. Right, here's some, some other bets here. All right, let's see. How many beers will Patrick Mahomes' dad have at the game? Oh, that's not nice. <laughs> uh, how would you even know? Like on camera? 
It's <laughs> illegal, right? He can't have any. Now, nah, yeah, he's not allowed. Will Andy Reid check to see if the Super Bowl coin is made of chocolate? I'm going to bet yes. <laughs> yeah. I'll just let him have it. How many hundreds of commercials will feature Kevin Hart? Hmm. Will Reba McIntyre greet the crowd before singing the Star Spangled Banner with a howdy or a hey, y'all? <laughs> Man, what a Rafe Super Bowl we're having. Mm-hmm. Chiefs and Reba, I just kind of put that together for you. That's uh-huh. awesome. Reba's not going to let the Chiefs lose, dude. She's going to lift them up on high. <laughs> on eagle's wings. <laughs> what quarter will Jason Kelsey strip naked? Uh, hopefully just arrive. He'll yeah. arrive shirtless. Just walks in so, shirtless. Dude. I don't think he's going to do that stuff. No. Nah, I don't think he wants to take it away from his brother. It's a, it's Super Bowl's different than, than a, you know, the Bills oh. championship match. I hope he does. That's all. I, that's cool. I think people to me. are expecting it now. The love he has for his bro is so sweet. I mean, if he got that hyped at an AFC Championship game, his brother's in the Super Bowl. That's big time. That's that's super hyphy. Yeah. Get in there. Is he the older brother? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And how many times will Tony Romo react to an amazing play like a ten-year-old seeing boobies for the first time? <laughs> <laughs> Why does everybody hate Tony Romo? I don't. I like him. My mom's all hate now. I love him. Your mom does not like Tony Romo. My mom hates I've Tony seen Romo. Wait, posts. She just gets super annoyed. I think annoyed. he's great. I think he's attractive, and I don't mind him. I don't. Care. I think he's a good. I'm I think he's a good color commentator. Yeah, I'm just listening to people talk about football. I don't really yeah. care. I don't know. Mom texts. I don't know why you hate him. I like the way he breaks it down. I like the way he like. She says he's a homer, which I get. Fine, but he's doing a good enough job. Who cares? I like Most the way he telegraphs people. the plays too. Like this is going to be a. Come on, Jill. You're a lover, <laughs> not a hater. I think my mom just misses yelling about Stan Kroenke, so she just wants to yell, yell about something. <laughs> yeah. uh, Romo. There's people that I was, I was having the conversation with someone else, and they were like, I can't stand him. Yeah. And I was like, what's your beef? And they, same thing. They said he's like kind of a homer for whoever the home team is. And then he's like, uh, I kind of like that it feels like he's one comment away from getting fired at all times. (laughs) You know what I mean? He's a little from the hip up there. He said a couple things where I'm like, oh, man. Whoa, buddy. Tony, (laughs) turn it down a notch, brother. He is good at calling. He'll tell you like, oh, they're gonna run a, yeah, they're gonna that. run a I formation V shred double hook no look right here. That's what I would do, and then that's the play. And I'm like, that's kind of cool when someone's like, basically inside baseball. Yeah, he's got In good. He's got a good football IQ, but he is kind of he gets on my nerves sometimes too. Hmm. But. Yeah, I take the good with the bad, I guess. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I like him. He's making a ton of money doing it. I like Jim Nance too. I think it's I think that's a good that's a good booth team. Yeah. Which one is Jim Nance? Is he the one that kind of looks like the uh, I think it's the Harvey guy from t- it's TMZ? One of them guys looks like that dude from TMZ. Harvey Levin? Yeah. Uh, the Jim Nance old tan like guy Har- from TMZ? Do you TMZ? know who I'm talking about? Harvey Levin, the, the head guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, you know, if you put down the Stanley, Does he? If you put down the Stanley Jim coffee Nance. cup, uh, isn't it? I mean, is that Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jim Nance and Harvey Le- they do look similar. Oh, no, maybe that's not who I'm thinking of. Hang on, I'm looking at Jim Nance. Jim Nance is a handsome guy. Okay, yeah, you know, no, he's, I mean, he looks like just all American. This yeah, is, like, Jim if, Nance is all American. If AI guy. had to create Jim. a, hey, sportscaster, a, AI, give me a visual representation of who would be calling NFL games. Yeah, Jim Nance's Jim face Nance would pop up forever. AI. I think right, Jim Nance yeah. looks like, uh, uh, <sighs> who's the dude from Arrested Development that's in uh, Jason Bateman? The other Will guy, Arnett? Job, who plays Will Arnett. Oh, yeah, Will. I think yeah, he kind of yeah, looks yeah. like Will Arnett's uh, older brother. Yeah, yeah, I can yeah, see yeah, that. Yeah. I can see that. 
as well on his uncle, awesome. Jim Nance. <laughs> All right, here's sports. The Rizzuto Show, sports. All right, Moon, what do you got? Okay, sports is brought to you by DraftKings at Casino Queen. Play Day Dine at DraftKings at Casino Queen. San Francisco 49ers quarterback Brock Purdy is easily the best value in the NFL. The dude was 262nd and the final pick of the 2022 NFL Draft, and now Mr. he's starting Relevant. the Super Bowl. Now his rookie contract, which he's still on, has his salary at what do you think? Oh, what it's, is it's his salary? Brock Purdy? It's Brock nothing. Purdy's salary yeah. is? Probably like a million a year. Is there in a fellow the rookie? Isn't it like four hundred and fifty thousand? It's eight hundred and fifty thousand oh, okay. dollars. To put that in perspective, check this out. There are twenty starting QBs that made his salary before the first game <clears throat> of the season yeah. was even over. Yeah. And nineteen of them are not in the Super well, Bowl. Well, he's set himself. He set himself up pretty good. Yeah, he gonna get a contract. It's Kurt, for yeah, the, it's, for it's, the, it's Kurt Warner all over again. Yeah. Hey, breaking news. My mom says Tony Romo flip flops all over the place. One minute he's saying the one team is great, they're gonna win the game. The next minute he says the other team is flip flops. He's a homer that scratchy, annoying voice cannot stand. <laughs> Seriously, he screws up so many things. Can't believe those guys think he's great. Yeah. Is wow. it because he, Jill, I, I was listening. Is it because he's Italian? I don't know Probably. anything. I don't know anything, Jill. My mom's Irish. I don't know. I'm just yeah. telling you, man. I'm, I'm, I'm hot. Peace I'm and love, peace and love sister. Uh, I don't <laughs> like him. I don't care what Jill thinks. I don't even know Jill who you're talking about. Going with. I knew she said he was a homer. I remember. I'm a Romo lover. Yeah. I'm out and I'm proud. <laughs> hey, so get this. Hey, no Romo. Anyway, <laughs> Lamar Jackson of the Ravens made Brock's entire salary in 11 minutes into game one, thanks to his $80 million salary. It, t- it took Mahomes 16 minutes. He made $59.4 million this year. And Daniel Jones of the New York Giants, who's having a pretty bad season that got cut short of injury, did it in 19 minutes. That's a travesty. Yeah, another oh, eight QBs made know. Brock's salary in one to ten games, including Jordan Love of the Packers. Uh, Taglo Vailoa of the Dolphins and Baker Mayfield. The Cardinals signed right-hander reliever, right-handed reliever Keenan Middleton. Middleton signed a one-year contract Saturday to join the Cardinals, and the deal also includes club options for. Well, guys, we've just punched our ticket to the World That's Series. That's right here. We come. Definitely did. <laughs> the one-year deal will pay Middleton six million and a total of eleven million if the Cardinals exercise the option next year. Turns out, veteran pitcher Clayton Kershaw is not retiring, and he re-signed with the Dodgers. According to sources, the agreement took place uh, Tuesday. Kershaw, who is 35, has spent his entire 16-year MLB career with the Dodgers. The team has yet to announce the agreement. It's pending a physical. Uh, he uh, underwent an off-season shoulder surgery. Isn't expected to return to the mound until later in the 24th season. If he does come back, he'll join a rotation that includes uh, Tyler Glasnow and Yamamoto. I like how they said he might retire, but last year he had... Uh, was it 13 wins and a super low ERA? Almost got a Cy Young again. The dude's amazing. Yeah, he really is. Uh, it seems plenty, plenty of Kansas City Chiefs fans are at least trying to get to Vegas as Super Bowl, as the Super Bowl approaches. Airbnb has said that the searches for rentals in the Sin City are now up 65%, and almost all of them are from Kansas City. Wow. Airbnb said the amount of searches from Kansas City outnumbered San Francisco 3-1. to one. Uh, We'll see if Chiefs Nations will be dominant. As as far as the fan base so goes, KC contingent. Yeah, I, wa- I mean, I wonder. I mean, it's red, right? It might be kind of hard to tell well, at the distance. How far? Red versus red. What's the dis- distance, uh, driving wise, between San Francisco and Vegas? Hella. Oh, that's a long drive. Hella it's a long distance. Drive, right? Hella yeah. distance. Oh, hella distance. <laughs> I thought it was Mondo. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say more than, more than you initially think. About nine hours. 
Oh, no. Gagoo. Oh, that's actually less Not than as I bad thought. as I thought. I thought you had to... That's just under Hella. I apologize. That yeah. was I'm just assuming if you live Heck in... Anything over I just 10. think it's because everyone in San Francisco is so rich, they're just staying at the Ritz-Carlton. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All the KC people are like, let's split an Airbnb, guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Airbnb. 20 of us. Yeah. Let's get a two-bedroom. a three-bedroom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, the Royals announced that they signed Bobby Witt Jr. to the largest contract in franchise history. This deal is worth $288.8 million over 11 years. Shortstop with power and speed on the base paths. Uh, Witt is one of the best young players in baseball, and the contract keeps him with the Royals through his prime on a lucrative deal. It arrives a year after Witt would have become uh, arbitration eligible in the 2024 season. Uh, let's see. So a year after last year's Chiefs-Eagles complaining about the surface at the Super Bowl uh, 57 field, the NFL has a whole new set of complaints on their hands because the 49ers organization is crying about the surface at UNLV. Their practice field is too soft. Oh, man. Too soft. Too soft. Yeah. Too soft. Yeah. Hard. It's not something like they asked to use the Chiefs practice field, and they said, nah. Yeah. yeah nah. And everyone tried to make nah, them good. the bad guy. Like, nah, use yours. The, we both got one. Just why? The 49ers are seeking a potential art alternative practice sites. Uh, the head coach said that um, they do intend to stick with this practice site if they don't move us. The surface is improving day by day, yes. Uh, don't forget the Chiefs are considered the home team for the Super Bowl. And there was a whole bunch of stuff that Goodell was saying, like, hey, man, we got 23 experts out there. We had a union out there. All of them say this is a very playable surface. Quit your crying. Stop crying. Mm. He didn't say that, but maybe he did. I'm Moon, and that's your sports, because doing the bull dance, feeling the flow. Quit your crying. Quit your crying. You know, speaking of experts, we brought up Brock Purdy earlier. And one thing I will say about him, which I – did you guys see when Cam Newton tried to roast him? And they no. Went, Cam Newton said he was the 10th best player on the team. And he's like, he's like, he's everybody's making a big deal out of Brock Purdy. He's the 10th best player on San Francisco 49ers. And then when he responded, he's like, he may be right. He's like, I may be the 10th best player. Here's another stat. There's 90 quarterbacks in the National Football League, and Cam Newton ain't one of them. Oh, damn. I was like, damn. Yeah. That's kind of ice cold Who, for a that? young guy. To savage. That's pretty savage. Who's that? Brock Purdy. Brock said Purdy. That. Oh, That's yeah. nice. Good. Yeah. Good. And I was like, all right, I kind of respect that. Like, he uh, he clapped back in his own way, and Good. I thought that was kind of cool. Good. Yeah, I kind of like that he's, like, super quiet and under the radar. I hope he loses death. It's just horribly honest. Me too, me too. But, but at the I same time, like, I really love him. Sportsmanship. I think I really like that guy. Me too. And, they, you know, I, I read some article destroyed. this morning, too, from his center. Forgot his name. But um, they were saying, like, hey, how is this guy on the field? And they said, dude, he's, like, super, like, you know, exactly how you see him in the media in, in real life out here. But on the field, he is very precise. He's extremely demanding about, like, the formations and everything, and that's what they needed. They said yep. in the beginning of the season, hey, man, we need somebody to literally run this team on the field. Are you going to be that guy? And he said, I'll, I'll step up and be that guy. And yep. apparently he's, that's exactly what he is. Meticulous, intense, very focused, awesome. So happy for the guy. That's awesome. Okay. Uh, just a couple stories before uh, we hit the final break of the morning. Uh, who likes candy with nuts? No. Sometimes. Yeah. It's depends not candy on, if it has it nuts. It depends on, you know, what the nuts are. I like peanut M&Ms. Yeah. Oh, okay. Almond Joy any day, baby. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Well, if you like candy with nuts, Snickers. you're going to love this product because Reese's brought back their pink peanut butter hearts for Valentine's Day. Oh, no. <laughs> all <laughs> over social media right now because people are, are realizing it look like something else when viewed at the right angle. Yeah, it looks like a ball sack. Yep. Upside down heart. If I just saw balls. this real Rich. quickly. I thought it was a joke. 
is accurate. Post. Nope. If you flip them upside down, this it is looks real. like What's it called? they're even kind of balls. like a, I don't pink? know, like the pink is a little Reese's like pink. it's, it's kind of like Caucasian pink. Hey. You know, so it's a it's a whole thing down there. You flip them upside down, they bear a striking resemblance to a to a part of the male anatomy, and once you see it, you cannot unsee it. Still I'll delicious what, though. Now, if you can't picture the Reese's hearts we're talking about. They're, they're more vertical than round, so as a bonus, they, they look like very droopy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's like, the whole like thing. Like your grandfather unzipped his pants. Well. Yeah, yeah. It's like they're just smoother truck nuts. Yeah. You know? Not as veiny and uh, pimply as the truck nuts you see on, I, like, a Chevy truck. But you got to admit, though, like, as far as the society goes, we're all 13-year-old boys, and we, we, we're we hey. seeing what we want to see in all these things. No. That's, that's balls. You know what? It's pretty accurate, too, if you think about it, because, like, some... People wear their heart on their sleeve. Some, but guys wear their heart on their balls. Reese's mm-hmm. peanut butter, I, pink peanut butter type testicles. Top testicles. <laughs> top testicles. <laughs> hey, get that testicles up there on that Google.com. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not what that looks like. There it is. Right there, that second one. <laughs> this thing, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, truck nuts. There's one where they flip it over and it's... It's a little sacky. Yeah, I think every guy, you know, it's hard to buy guys something nice for Valentine's Day that's sweet, and this is it. Get them, get them the Reese's nuts. It's hard to buy yep. things, for, <laughs> sweet you know, nuts for Valentine's Day for guys because we don't want it. No, I know, but I mean, you, we want to do something nice for you, just a sweet little thing. So, but you don't have to buy it. Is all I'm saying. A <laughs> uh, man with a uh, milk allergy. <laughs> Is suing McDonald's after they allegedly served him a hamburger with cheese. This guy is a 28-year-old Charles Olson. He ordered a Big Mac without cheese through DoorDash in 2021. Now, according to his lawsuit, as Charles was eating, he immediately felt like something was not right. His throat began to itch. It began to swell. He felt a burning sensation throughout his body. He looked at his girlfriend, Alexandra, and coughed. There's milk to this. Covered in hives. Mm-hmm. Could barely breathe. That poor thing. His girlfriend took him to the hospital where he was on the brink of needing intubation to save his life. Doctors were able to get Charles stable in a couple hours. McDonald's has not responded to the suit. DoorDash is not named as a defendant. My only issue is, now it sucks if he asks for no cheese. Right. Okay, how many times have you ordered DoorDash and the order's been not made correctly? A couple times. If you have a severe milk allergy, mm-hmm. something that could possibly kill you, would you not check? Right. Good point. Are you victim blaming? Uh, yes, to a to a degree. I don't know, blaming. Like this is cheese. This is a slice of cheese on a sandwich. Yeah. It's prominent. I understand that if you can't check on a ingredient level that's smaller, mm. like if there's dairy in that. Right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, cheese. You see, see the cheese. They they do have a comment. And it said, oh, that wasn't the cheese that caused that. It was just our burger. Oh. So I guess it's just the burger in general mm. does that. I had McDonald's people. yesterday, guys. Third filet fish of 2020. All right. Good for you. Well, I gave you that gift card. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Well, uh, Me too. How how Are you still riding the gift card, I'm still high? riding the gift card. That's high. awesome. You guys are the best. Three visits. <laughs> Man, I'll tell you what. If, if, you're, if you're allergic to cheese. Are we heroes? <laughs> we are. I think so. Thank if, you. If, yeah, if you're allergic to cheese, I mean, I'm checking Everything. Of course. Cheese, right? If you're this allergic. I mean, you live on Earth. You live in America. Everybody's trying to throw cheese on everything for good reason. Well, not to mention you're putting your life. Yeah, it sucks. In the hands of, of yeah. who knows? I feel bad for people with peanut allergies. and, and Yeah, me too. Di- you know, I mean. It seems like a lot of work. They just want to relax and have a good meal and they got to. And not worry about everything. dying. I know. That sucks. That's what I'm saying. But it's a simple 
Oh, bun like lift. fold up. Yeah, bun fold up. Uh, no cheese, good to go. Right. Now, Big Mac, you got to do two folds up. Yes. Is that what it was? I don't know. But there's two patties with two slices Two patties, of two slices of cheese. You just want to make sure I would not, I wouldn't leave anything up to chance. Yeah, same. If it's going to kill me. Mm-hmm. Listen, I don't know what's going to happen with this lawsuit. Maybe, maybe they'll, they'll settle, but. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it just goes to show. Everybody should be very, we should all be more deliberate about what we are putting in our bodies. Sure. For, for, yeah. I'm not, yeah. Uh, God I'll helps leave, everything. Yeah. All I'll right, one there. final break. We'll come back and wrap it up. It's the Rizzuto Show. All right, that is it for us. Donnie Fandango is next. Today's wrap-up is sponsored by... Jack in the Box Jack Wraps. A little bit of healthy, a little bit of indulgence, only a jack. Uh, what is uh, today's podcast titled? From Ballin' to Ballin'. <laughs> nice. Let's see, it's spelled ballin it. Ballin' Yeah, it's spelled differently. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. All right, what do you got uh, coming up? Uh, can you feel the punk tonight? We just had a couple emails come over asking about... Uh, uh, tickets, you know, and if they if they got tickets for their kids on the floor, are they going to be able to see the stage? Oh, totally. First of all, the pageant is a perfect place for that. Um, you can see from anywhere being whatever height. But that early show, that 3 p.m. show, is majority families or a ton of kids. So they're not going to have to see over, you know, a bunch of six foot five uh, adults or any of that kind of stuff. So can you feel the punk tonight? Tickets available now on the pageant's website, on the points website, 3 p.m. and 8 p.m. May 11th at the pageant. Learn. I got nothing. All right. Great. I have less than her. All right. Scott. I have one thing more than them. That was it. Okay. Cool. Great. Tomorrow, Freak of the Week. Three brand new ads for you, and uh, that's it. So we will see you tomorrow. Uh, we leave you with a selection from our Teamers member of the day, brought to you by Hotshot, St. Louis Home for Blues Hockey. Josh Rainey from Belleville is our hey, Teamers Josh, member of the day. The Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs. Dobbs.